Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Oh, buddies. It's the Ron and Fez show on a Friday. A lot of people mentioned to me when I got in here, it was pretty cold out still. Right, it's fucking goddamn nipply. Hard nipples all over the place. Very shocking for January, but yeah, you do get winter. And that's why when summer comes, everybody's all cranked about it. Can't wait. It's You're going to have to. I t- why? Because we have a calendar. We have a set way of doing things on the planet Earth. Speaking of calendars, Fez, how come you didn't update us that uh, WrestleMania is coming to MetLife Stadium? Oh, well, we talked about that a while back when oh. it was uh, first announced. Oh, I didn't even know that. Like a year ago. Oh, well, so I probably let it slip out of my mind in the year. I heard a fucking spot for it today, and they were bragging that they would have more people than the Giants and Jets get. And I'm like, yeah, but they can't put people on the field. I mean, I'm sure if you could put some seats out there. They should start doing that. Who's big right now, Fez? Bob Backlund? Iron Sheik? What's happening there? Seriously. Bob Backlund going into the Hall of Fame this year. So who's, that's who's, exciting. Who are the big WWE guys? Sandy Kaufman? Uh, no. Sam Punk? John Cena, uh, Sheamus, and of course, The Rock is back this weekend for the Royal Rumble. That's really weird, huh? Getting a title shot. What the fuck? He's an actor. Uh, well, I guess he owes that name to... Uh, Vince Stone's the name, I think, so probably part of his deal to use the name The Rock is he's got to do a certain amount of appearances. Because yeah, he's not like on Raw every week, right? He just fucking shows up for pay-per-views? He shows up like once a year. Last year it was WrestleMania. Shows up a couple weeks out before the pay-per-view. Is Flair Hall of Fame? Flair is the only two-time Hall of Famer. Wow. Uh, for both multiple federations? No. Individual accomplishments and as part of the Four Horsemen. See, I always hate that. That's like... Uh, McCartney gets to go in as himself, as Wings, as Beatles. You're already in, dude. I can see if they wanted to put the other horseman in with Flair and say already in the Hall of Fame, Flair. Yeah. Actually, I put him in every year for just different things. All right, Fez Watley catching us up to date there. Sorry I let that slip out of my mind from a year ago, but now I know. It's Are you going to this, Fez? Um, I think I will go to this, yes. Okay. Just dawned on him this second, and now he's into it 100%. Someone's selling tickets up here. Someone posted a fucking sign in the, in the break room. Sam. <laughs> uh, let's go over here. All right, we're updating everything. We're just going to be like a fucking news format and just giving you the news you can use. Here is uh, Adam. He's got a spy report. Hey, spy report, buddy. I uh, live in California, and I have two spy reports. One was Coachella and the lineup got announced. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Wu-Tang, a bunch of other really good bands. Well, here's what we, what we see so far, some of the big ones. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blur. That's fucking really cool. Uh, Stone Roses, which uh, won in our little Hall of Fame yesterday, thanks to Kathleen from the Bronx. Lou Reed is going to be there. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is are going to be there? Modest Mouse. Uh, Postal Service. That first night, that Friday, where it's Blur and Stone Roses co-headlining, and then Modest Mouse, Lou Reed, Grinder Man, which is Nick Cave 2, that's fucking going to be ridiculous. Fuck me. Right, but it's also either going to be really hot or really cold. <laughs> so right, the, I'll be the second part I was going to add in, buddy, 
was, um, did you see the story about the Gross Point Blank screenwriter passing away? No, I had no idea this. So, at Cal State San Bernardino out here, they do a psychology of movies class. And uh, they brought the guy in to do a Q&A after they watched Gross Point Blank. The guy passed, the guy, I guess, fell over unconscious and passed away that night. And that was a class I took a couple of years ago, and I almost ran up that night. It was a really crazy story to hear about. God, that's fucking bizarre, huh? 49-year-old dude. has. And you look at his uh, IMD report, he's only done Gross Point Blank in the IMD. So it's just like he went out talking about what he was known for. Yeah, well, you know, at least he did it, man. At least he hit that one thing. But 49 years old, please, that's awful. Yeah. All uh, right, buddy. Talk to you. Up on the iBang right now, this is another spy report. Uh, spy report. One Fez might not want to hear. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Uh, this, uh, not Destiny's Child, but Beyonce's set list yes. has been uh, released. Yes. Let's try to ruin everything so there's no surprises at the Super Bowl. So I guess you don't want to hear it, huh? I do not want to hear it. Right, you might, uh, like, what do you call this, like a spoiler alert? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So if anybody doesn't want to hear it, if they're like Fez and they don't want to hear it, you know, if they don't want to find out, uh, Don Johnson's coming back for the Pepsi commercial, that thing that came out yesterday. Is he? Oh, why do they put it out there? Because he's going to be with that other guy from Miami Vice, the black dude. Tubbs? I think Jamie Foxx is doing it with him. Like they're doing like a cross thing. God damn it. I saw that Miami, the new Miami Vice in theaters years ago. Wasn't very good. That's your opinion. Well, come on, man. Did you see the? Fucking... It was a reimagining. It was a reboot. Didn't enjoy it. J.J. Abrams did it. This is another uh, spoiler alert. J.J. Abrams is doing the new Star Wars, and he says you will see at least two Spocks in it. Come on. He's taking the two universes and putting it together for fanboy jizz. <laughs> Is Picard going to show up and then everyone? I'm not sure- saying because oh. because Fez is sitting here. Oh my God, that's going to be so fucking uh, uh, so fucking awesome. <laughs> you form a fucking word there. Awesome. Oh my God, J.J. Abrams is the fucking god of the fanboys. All right, so I'm going to read off the set list, Fez. All right, go ahead. Fingers in my ears. Uh, crazy in love, of course. What I tell you, Crazy in Love, Jay-Z comes out, fucking whole place loses its fucking shit. Even bigger than that, she's putting her bands back together, uh, and they're doing all the fucking big hits. Bills, 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 Survivor. Oh, Survivor? Yeah. Who didn't love that fucking song in the late 90s? (laughs) Told you, Crazy. And then they end with Survivor. Oh, my <laughs> fingers were out of my ears. I told you to wait. You didn't hear the crazy and love part, right? Uh, not till now. All right, spoiler it over. I don't know what this new song, Nuclear, is. It's Whatever. supposed to be pretty fucking good, though. <laughs> I mean, fucking Destiny's Child back together? You can't lose. You can lose when you're not surprised by it. Are you going to go to Vulcan Star Wars Fest? Yeah, I want to see Vulcan Star Wars, see what's going on here. Know what's going on. They're, they're going to fucking film Burger King cups and put them up on the screen for people. 
in front of a green screen, though. So give them that much. So the fucking cops will be shooting lasers at each other. I'm working on something now. I call red screen. Oh, shit. What's, how does that work? It's next level green screen, man. So I can't wear a red shirt in front of it. <coughs> no, I want you to. So then my fucking torso, i just be fucking, fucking freaking <laughs> people out like floating head. <laughs> it's fucking scary. So apparently when Jay-Z shows up on stage, he's bringing the uh, nuts with him, too. Perfect. I told you, man, from the beginning, as soon as she was, she was announced, Jay-Z's coming out for this. He's, he wants to perform at the Super Bowl. It's Jay-Z. You don't think he wants to perform as Jay-Z at the Super Bowl? I think he'll like it more if he pops uh, out of nowhere uh. and just fucking everyone loses yeah, it. Yeah, uh, uh. Because he he's, he's giving this to his wife, right? Like, you can headline it, but then I'm going to come out and get the real pop. I hope he does ends at Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, we've seen that since the beginning, <laughs> dude. In, you know, and Paris is somewhat surprising. There's black guys in Paris going, hey, we've lived here for a long time. I bet they love the song, though. Uh, Fez, you got a little uh, Oscar story that's up on the iBank today. You wanted to kick out to us. Yeah, this is talking about uh, should we still be giving out awards by gender at the Academy Awards? Well, the real question is, is, is should we have ever? You know what I mean? It's not like, should we do it now? But why did they ever go, uh, this is the men awards and this is the women's awards? Because really, they both do the same job. I am all for this. This would make the competition so great if you combine the categories. And men and women were both up for the same trophy. I don't um, see the difference. You know, traditionally, there's a there's a tradition to do, do this. And if anything, the way that we do it now, it doesn't hurt a single person. And it only gets more people awards and more people, you know, shown the light on. If it was some kind of thing where, oh, women aren't allowed into it, and then they went into it, that would be fine. You'd say, look, it's time to do away with that. But the fact is, you look at this tradition, and who does it hurt? Merle Streep? I don't think she's been hurt by it. I don't think it's hurt Jack Nicholson. There's nobody that you can look at and say, because the awards weren't together, they didn't get recognition. No, no I don't think it hurts anyone, but if you had a category where category. it's... A, a category. Where Why are you repeating that? That's crazy talk. Do what Chris does and yell at me. Where it's Meryl Streep versus Daniel Day-Lewis in the same category... That would be an amazing thing to sit there and watch and speculate on. But what's the difference now? They're both going to be there. They're both up for awards. If anything, you've just now cut the awards and what people want to watch in half. And logistically, are you going to have ten nominees now? We hate the fucking new whatever, the fucking best picture thing where it's like fucking up to ten. Yeah, see, the, the, the downs, like, if this was like, okay, there's some kind of beauty contest... For Little Miss Pinellas Park. And then you said, oh, we have a little boy and he wants to be in this. And they say no, then that's not fair. But the fact is that the contest exists for everybody and everybody can go out and do it. I don't see where the unfairness would come into this. Now, I get it from the beginning. Why did they ever say uh, a men award and a, and a, a woman's award? It's kind of a ridiculous thing for acting. I mean, you don't do that. 
uh, when you're given the Nobel Peace Prize out. The Nobel Peace Prize for men goes to, and the Nobel Peace Prize for women, they couldn't do that because a little nun from Calcutta would have run the fucking table every single year because nobody else was doing shit for her. Uh, but I don't see what it... I, I, I just don't see who it benefits. That's the thing of it. If anything, you're taking awards away from women and you're actually taking awards away from men and making the show shittier because now it's half the awards that you care about. It might be, if they wanted to do that, you go, hey, how come there's not a uh, a directing award for women? And then more women would be recognized and maybe more people would see movies. Or you could say you could see a, a screenwriting award for women. How come that doesn't happen? And then you would get more people recognized. That would be kind of a, a better thing for everybody. But as long as you're not hurting anybody with it and everybody thinks this uh, is, you know, I mean, first of all, it's really just a silly contest to begin with. I think it would be the exact opposite of what you want to do. I think the one category would actually help in the fact of there would be maybe better roles written written for women. Why would they? Nobody writes awards. Uh, nobody writes things so women win awards. They write things so people will show up to the movies. And then at the end of the year, they decide, okay, who are the people who kind of chose art over commerce? Uh, but the fact of the matter is, who would win this year? Um, it would, I think it would still be Daniel Day-Lewis. So now, all of a sudden, you wouldn't have a woman getting a ward. Shut the fuck up. Um, what's the whole point? Um, and there is some kind of uh, tradition to that. Rich, you're on the Ron and Fez show. You know, I totally agree that these things should be abolished, these differences, because you see it in sports that even some uh, female athletes are better than some men, and, and you can even kind of relate it on that level. See, I think just the opposite. What we did is create a lot more sports for women, and they're now able to play. Look at women's college basketball being able to play at a very high level. And if any woman ever had the skills to move over, I think she should be welcome. Same with the NBA. So far, we've never got to that point. But if you did away with women's sports, how many women would not be able to play sports? Um, pretty much all of them. There, there's very few sports that you could go out there and say they compete because of upper body strength. Now, I get the fact that, that strength has nothing to do with acting, but it still doesn't hurt anybody to, to give out the prizes. And it is a tradition. It's a tradition that excludes nobody, includes more people than anything. Um, let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez, Pepper. I, I just wanted to All say right. that I think of the inception of the awards when they were started was probably the turn of the century, and I don't think there were so many leading roles and major supporting roles for women. I think that it leveled the playing field. But I would like to see, you know, that being said, I would like to see gone just because the length of the award show is like four hours and it's just too long well, who's it hurt what else you got to do you want to do something else put it on yeah. if you do, if you want to fucking watch the clips on youtube you do it there doesn't even have to be a fucking tv camera there it's really not for the at-home audience it's an industry fucking celebration that's why they don't let us vote for it 
these awards, though, that would be abolished, say, if it became just all, you know, whatever, men and women. Mm-hmm. These are the ones you want to see. These are the ones that are at the end of the They're the only show. excitement thing, yeah. It's <laughs> just like the people have to give a fuck about. But if you turn around and start saying uh, you had awards for women in technical uh, things, then suddenly more women would be recognized for what they do, you know, doing CGI or fucking lighting or whatever those things are. And maybe you could have a men's thing for... Um, Costume design. Yeah, costumes design. If anything, more and more, more awards. Just gigantic amounts. Of, <laughs> everybody's just fucking walking around with tons of awards. Wow, I know like four people have gotten Oscars. Uh, you know, I I do admit I'd never once in my life thought about the fact of why do they divide those awards. You know, because you grow up with it, you see it, that's the way it's given out. It's given out that way. Even the film critics give it out that way. Uh, They've almost done away with the word actress, as it is. Uh, And I hope, I think they've done away with the word comedian. As if (laughs) she's a very funny comedian. Yeah, that's, that's gone. You might want to go like over 40 and under 40. Be because cool. it's tougher to get awards uh, when you get older, or oh. sometimes they just give it to somebody who's older. So they're like, he's going to die, and you're going to have a lot more chances, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. She's they used so to old. give out a kid's Oscar. What? What year, Fez? Well, way back in black and white. I think, like, um, Mickey Rooney would win it. That's how far you're going back. What the fuck? And uh, there wasn't, like, a bunch running against each other. They would just... And they gave it out as a tiny Oscar. They gave one to Shirley Temple. That's nice. But when you're as old as Fez, you can go back and remember all that thing. Um, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, one thing I've never understood is, the, and God knows there's been great Best Supporting Actors and performances, but I never understood that award. It always seems like a JV award to me. Well, the fact of the matter is sometimes you're not in the movie long at all, so it wouldn't be fair to give him a Best Actor. But So you look at Joe Pesci in uh, Goodfellas. It wasn't his movie. It wasn't about him. He was there to kind of support the plot, but every second he was on screen, he owned it. So that's why they have supporting actors. Yeah, Christoph Waltz is the same thing. He was fucking awesome. Same exact thing. It's great. You would not give that award out. A lot of times that is the bad guy awards for men. Like this bad guy. Hey, he's a good guy this time, Waltz. I wish they would do uh, the MTV kissing award thing. I think that worked out for everybody. Who doesn't want a moon man? This shit's silver. It's sparkly. Uh, you don't get a Moon Man. You get a box of popcorn. Oh, yeah. Moon, gold man's, popcorn. moon Man's for the fucking uh, video ones. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez. Uh, I like the Golden Globes where they give out, like, for best uh, actor in a comedy and stuff like that because you get some roles like uh, Tom Hanks and Big. He was great in that. It was a comedy, but he never got the nomination. Yeah, they very rarely give out anything to... Uh, a comedian because they're trying to say, look at all this serious work that we do. What you get when you're, you know, funny, if you got a funny movie, you get to have a lot of people showing up at the box office. Um, I don't know if the world would be a better place if we start, you know, giving Oscars out to Judd Apatow. I don't know if it changes anything. He's doing pretty well for himself. He gets it. If he wanted to make a serious movie, obviously he's got the skills still. Well, Funny People, I guess, was attempted a semi-serious film. 
Just because you're not laughing doesn't make it serious. <laughs> I don't know what happened in the second half. Oh, God. He didn't die. That was the big problem. That's why I turned it off. I was like, oh, shit, he's not sick. Fuck this. Um, let's go over here to, um, let's go to Tom in New York. Tom, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. Ron, two things. First, I wanted to thank you. I received my big-ass prize this week. Uh, last uh, End of last year, I played Stump the Earl, and I beat him. And I am the proud owner of a signed Mott the Hoople album by Ian Hunter. Jesus Christ, that's great. I wish I had that. Yeah. Big winners all the time. Yeah, we do. We roll out a lot of big winners here. Ian Hunter, I guess, didn't know shit about David Bowie's album coming out. Yeah, why didn't he fucking drop yeah, why didn't he dra- yeah, he dropped that down. All of a sudden, everyone in the world's talking about that interview. Oh, yeah, one more thing. I know for a fact Bowie's been doing an album for two years. So, boom. Visconti told me. It's out. <laughs> the world is out there. The amazing thing about that Bowie album is not only is Visconti producing it, but Earl Slick is back playing guitar, which is... Uh, I, I, I Honestly, I can't wait to see it. I might even to listen to it. I might even fly over to Australia to be able to download it first. March 8th. Really looking forward to that. Or maybe I'll just wait two days because by the time it takes me to get back. Of course, I could listen to it the whole time I'm on the airplane. Well, it's four days because March 12th is when it comes out here in America. All right, so that'll even give me a chance to go out and see a kangaroo or two. Look at that kangaroo. He's got a pouch. He's fucking jumping around. It's fun. No one ever gives fucking the kangaroos the respect for inventing the fanny pack. And yet they had it before anybody. The fanny pack has a bad rap, man. People. If I was a kangaroo in the fucking zoo and I saw a bunch of fucking, excuse me, Fez, gays walking by with fanny packs, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? I mean, it's one thing. You guys have cars and now you got to steal this thing from us? You can't even hold a gay baby in that thing. I mean, it's really just for, like, cigarettes and keys and a camera. What do you mean keep a baby in it? Well, that's where the, the fucking kangaroos keep babies in their fucking pouches. That's what's sticking out there? Yeah. I thought it was her dick. What? No. God damn it. Why would the All these years, see, I'm so fucking glad I never got on Jeopardy. Uh, what is a kangaroo dick? Oh, my God. Why Maybe would be just like you're a kangaroo dick, man. <laughs> Why would the kangaroo dick have a face and arms? Just some weird shit in fucking nature. You know this. Look, you that is a fucking kang... Why would, what if... I thought their dicks had faces. That's fucking horrifying. Everything in nature is horrifying. Jesus. A bat's got leather wings and you just accept it. Yeah. I'm not staring at dick. I guarantee you, if you found out when you were a kid that a kangaroo dick had a face, you would be like, no big deal now. You'd be like, okay, that's what happens. That's too much, man. It's too much for me right now. Fucking ears. <laughs> my, my dick hurts something. I think one of the weirdest things in nature is the way that those fish will go jizz on some eggs. And then swim away. They I would do this. I'd jizz everywhere but on those eggs. I don't think they get enjoyment out of uh, coming. I'm wondering what starts to jizz. Like, do they look down, see some eggs laying there, and like, holy fuck. They smell the eggs. You're gross, dude. <laughs> Maybe they're going I upstream. mean, seriously, I know we're XL, yeah. but I don't think we got to work on that level. Smelling fish eggs? Oh, that's not that bad. It just sounds awful the way you do it. <laughs> it's like caviar. Yeah, I know what fucking caviar is, dude. I go to some pretty nice Manhattan parties. 
I never go to any. And I'm always going like this. I know where all the caviar. That black caviar. You come over fun. to my place. I'm setting out bugles for you. I like bugles. That's why you're not coming. Oh. Fuck. Uh, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Great conversation. Um, you know, I've always Every conversation thought that, um, that they should consider giving an Oscar for best straight guy playing a homo. They're always called brave. Oh, he's yes. so brave. He's so brave. And in the meantime, there's a fucking million gay actors that are just sitting around just fucking eating fucking peanut butter off the floor. They don't even have bread, a plate, table, nothing. They're fucking grinding it. But oh. no, no, not like that. They're like the work grind, not the... You know what? You ought to do a fucking... You ought to do a show over on the Larry Flint channel, what? dude, because... <laughs> I'm trying to think of who was the guy... It was, oh, Al Goldstein. You could fucking play him in a movie. He was the guy who invented the thing. He would review movies and give it, like, certain amount of hard-ons back in the <laughs> 70s and 80s. So something would, like, get three and a half hard-ons. Cool. I'd give Zero Dark Thirty, like, five hard-ons. Fucking love that movie. No, he would only review porns. Oh. I want to go mainstream, though, and still have to keep the hard-on system. I'm sure there's some porn, some black porn that's on Zero Dark Thirty. Believe me already. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's Zero Dark Farty, some kind of strange thing zero that they're into. Dark jism, and it'll just be no black people. All right, there's a piece up on the iBank today. I think this has been around on YouTube for a while, but the guy got uploaded on Reddit, so everybody's talking about it. Um. He set up kind of a hidden camera. He runs some kind of business out there. It looks like it has to do with boats. And he fired this guy on camera because the guy was a pillhead. He was on meds that he got from a doctor. Shows up the first day of work just fucking slack-jawed. And the dude is like, it's so bad out there now that he has to write no drug addicts in his one ads. I mean, we sit around and we talk about unemployment in this country, but the fact is, when you have to put no drug addicts in your ad, that's who's showing up to get jobs. So we'll just play a little bit of this to see there's a pull-up. Did the guy, is the guy right? Is he right, but he should never YouTube it? Or, dude, you're making fun of, I mean, you're attacking somebody with a fucking problem. You know, it's kind of bullying. It's all up on the iBang right now. But we'll play a little bit of this guy. No, you can't. Dude, it's as obvious as the fucking dog's balls. You got a fucking drug problem. Don't bullshit me. Half my family does. I'm done with the bullshit of assholes thinking I'm as stupid as they are. Coming to my place of employment, fucked up on drugs. I'll have no part of it. Just please get the fuck out of my shop before you piss me off. I'm not up on drugs. Okay, what is it then? I get painkillers prescribed. Okay, so it's drugs. Goodbye. Hello. See you later. Out the door. You saw the fucking air. You I waste know. my time. There's 20 other people that need jobs who are clean, who can work. I you got clean. an issue. It's bothering me and my guys. Get out of my... I'm just upset at the fact that you wasted my fucking time thinking I'm that stupid. I put in the ad that I'm going to tell what your drug of choice is in meeting you in the first day. As yeah. soon as you came and gone, I said, I bet you he's on Vites or Oxys. Bam! Am I right? No. What's his prescription? Perks? 
Okay, so I was close. I'm sorry I fucked up the... I see where it's going, bro. I can't have a guy in perks moving my customer's cars around. I don't take right. them every day. I take uh, them Listen, do me a favor, do me a favor, do me a favor, bro. I've seen it before. We're wasting time. I'm sorry it didn't work out. You need to find a job that can allow you to function on perks. I can't. It's that simple. I'm done. But yesterday was fun. Yesterday man. was fun because maybe you took one at night and didn't take one in the morning. Look, dude, you're done. It wasn't fun. You, you don't have the ability. You climb up the ladder like an old man carrying that muffler. It's not going to work, bro. It is what it is. Come on. We're wasting time. My dog's going to start humping you. Chico, come on. It is what it is, bro. It's not going to work, so let's just give it up. I got 10, 20 people left to call, and uh, sorry it didn't work. I just see it. I'm done. Fucking guy I hired hit his drug problem for me, cost me five grand. I'm not going through the same bullshit. It's not going to work. Have a nice day. I didn't hide it from you, bro. I, dude, just go, man. You're going to get me upset, and you don't want that. I just want you to but go. But it's a doctor that prescribes. All right. Well, he's. Let me explain something to you. We can talk about doctors prescribing drugs. I know all about it. I've been through it. I've actually had a doctor put out of business because of this. Fuck all of that. You, you, uh, it's obvious you're, you're on drugs. I notice it. If, if you were taking drugs to help you, you shouldn't notice it. You understand? You, 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 you just banged up. You probably ate two or three of them this morning, and you're eating too many of them. It's not good for you. As far as the back thing, listen, I have more back problems than anyway. I get prescribed pills. I put them in the toilet because I have no use for them. I, I like to function clean and straightforward. Pills are just a way to dilute your life. I've That's why you're in the predicament you are. Okay, it's probably 150 then at a, at a script. No, Look, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not working. It's not. I'm sorry. It's just I'm upset that you wasted my time with this. This is not going to work for me. Uh, no, 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 because you're on drugs. Because you're on drugs. That's why. It's the lose. Look, you got to go, bro. I, I got no use for, for, for the drug thing. I can't ha handle it. I got no use for it. It is what it is. I got a bunch of other names I got to call. Sorry. You know, for me to know that you're doing drugs, it, it, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, if you go look in the mirror, dude, you're fucked. You got bags under your eyes, your jaws loose. It's it, you should not even be driving a vehicle. I can't believe you're driving in the rain right now under the influence. I'm that, not driving. Okay. All right. Well, do what you got to do. Get your ride. I, I just I don't want to see it. I got people to call for jobs. We're wasting time here. Well, what are people like me supposed to do? It's not my problem, bro. What? I'm on my own since I'm 17. I grew up on government cheese and peanut butter. So look what the fuck I have. I stopped doing drugs and I got off my ass and made a life for myself. I don't want to hear any problem. I got a brother with six needles in his arm. You know what? Everybody should just go off and fucking die and let everybody else function. You get strong, stop eating drugs, and call it a day. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. I'm not here to hold your hand. I'm here to run my business and feed my family. And people on drugs get in the way of my business. So with that said, the whole world is, is, is addicted to drugs because it's condoned and it's a problem you have in my back. Bullshit. Fuck everybody. One out of a hundred people have back problems need drugs. That's it. Acupuncture, massage therapy. Many other ways to solve the problem. It's a waste of time. Get down! Chico, look. I can't help you. I can't help you. I thought you were a better person. No, no, I am a great person. That's what I'll deal with junkies. It's that simple. My brother's a fucking Aaron act. I don't deal with him. I haven't talked to him in five years. I'm not a junkie, bro. Dude, please. You're talking to a guy who's seen it all. Seen it all. Heard it all. Perks, bites, oxys, name it. Name it. I know all about it all too well. And I'm looking at you with that blank stare in your face like deer in headlights with dilated pupils. And you should not even be functioning today. You should be in bed sleeping it off. The pills are killing you. It's a shame. You probably could have did something, but now you're taking that road. 
It's an addictive drug. Very difficult to get over. Look, I got to call the next guy. I, I'm sorry I don't have the remorse, bro. I'm sorry I don't have it. But when I watch my brother take down his family because of drugs, he's got two kids. He doesn't even see enough. And you know what? That's why I'm the way I am. Because I see what the fuck goes on. I got no use for people on drugs. No use. You can't control your drugs, you can't work here. You, my friend, you can't control them. I can see it in your face. Sorry, it is what it is. I'd, I'd rather be straightforward with you with no bullshit and fluff and say, sorry, Mike, it's not working out for this excuse or that excuse. Maybe the reason you don't have a job and live in Hempstead is because of the drug problem. And you know what's funny? My wife, when I went home, I said, I hired a kid, he's 31 in Hempstead. He's on drugs. She says, like, I, I don't think so. He's on drugs. If he's living in Hempstead, he's 31 years old, he's on drugs. Sure enough, my wife is always right, and now I gotta fucking own up to her being right, and I hate that more than anything. But with that said, maybe this should tell you something. Maybe you shouldn't look at Steve being a better person. You should go home and look at the mirror, what your face looks like, and look at you trying to be a better person. Fuck the perks. Get a massage. Get some acupuncture. Do your stretches. You know all about that. My back is fucked up. I got sciatic. I wear orthotics, and I got a fucked up ankle. I got a leg brace up there I'm supposed to wear. I don't eat painkillers. You know why? They dull the pain. You use the muscle. You make it worse. Painkillers are bullshit. They're just a bullshit cover-up drug that the doctors make money off of. It's a crock of shit. And the whole world is addicted to pills because because they're so easy. I'm not having it. I'm sorry. Look at yourself. Maybe this will be a lesson well learned. It's that simple. What? You have my fucking brain. What? <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. What? He, he just said that you got my grave. Leave it. Leave it run a little bit. You got my grave on your head. He says, and he goes fucking chasing him out of the office. He's so pissed off, he's chasing him down the fucking thing now. I got obsessed watching this guy today. It's a great video. I'm watching him 5.36 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> He'll come back in here in a second. This guy's great. Well, I think if I was a drug counselor, I'd, I'd make people watch this over and over. Because this is basically what a lot of nice people are thinking while they're saying shit to you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you still got it. Go! <laughs> you alright? You alright? sucker. <laughs> My life's on his hands, so he's going to go commit suicide now and blame me for him being a drug addict. Cocksucker. I'll YouTube this. I'm going to YouTube this. <laughs> That's like yelling world star. Um, here's Brian and Cherry Hill. You're on the run of Fez show. And that's the thing. First off, that, that guy drops a lot of truth bombs, but the best part of the whole thing is just when he yells at his dog, Chico, constantly. Yeah, right. Chico sounds up. like a great dog. All right. So, G, yeah, uh, you uh, you can uh, bring your dog to work when you own the business. Here's George in Missouri. You're on the Manifest Show. Yeah, this guy's a jerk. He's going to get himself in trouble legally. He needs to fire the guy for not doing the job. I don't, Ron, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with an employee that's a complete addict that still does his job. Uh, if the at look, here's the thing in life that you got to say to people: if you're a fucking addict, you better be making somebody else money. So you can be an addict and being a, a fucking guitar player and a best-selling band. Yeah, everybody will sit around and make all the excuses in the world and help you get to the stage because you're making other people money. But you're showing up the first day at work. Slack jawed on pills. He had the fucking dope voice on. Like, that guy was fucking. Dope oh, he dope couldn't even fuck. And then the thing of. He was fucked up. Uh, my grave is on your hands. Why? 
Why would that be? It's crazy fucking... I thought it was just awful the way that guy got treated. He's got a problem. And to put it on YouTube that, is that, beyond ridiculous. I, I get that part of it. But to go back to this, it's very educational for people who are on drugs. Because that's exactly everything that the guy said was true. You know what I mean? He isn't that guy's mom or dad or anybody else that has to worry about them. He's a fucking guy. He's in the car business. A blue-collar guy, worked his way up, he's running his own business now. What is he supposed to do for this guy? I don't think you sit there and scream at somebody who has a problem like that. It's not because it he obviously wasn't helping him. The guy really, really wanted to, it, it appeared to me, get his life together and work for that man. He took five perks before he came in the fucking work in the morning. How is that like a way to start a new fucking job? I'm going to eat five perks for my first day of work. Oh, my back hurts. You're going to eat five perks to look for a place to lean. <sighs> this is fucking bad news. See, this is the weird thing about it, is if we really do have a gigantic drug thing in this country that comes from doctors. You know what I mean? Like the doctors hand these fucking pills out to people. Just giant, just like you said, the fucking guy nailed it at the beginning of the video. It's like you're on fucking oxy's. He perks. fucking called them. He fucking dressed them down because this guy, you know, he's not some corporate guy who went to fucking school and and you know has been kind of passed along in his red management books. He's a guy who opened his own fucking business, came from the streets, and it's so bad now that when you want to hire somebody. You have to put it in the ad, no drug addicts. How fucking talk about the great white slide? How far do you fucking have to go to say, dude, this isn't the fucking place for you? If you want to fucking do drugs, stay at home and do your drugs. Why come in and waste this man's time, Fez? I thought the guy who went through the history of his family and his own drug problems and his brothers, I thought he could have been a little bit more sympathetic to a guy he sees in the same state. But here's the thing. How much, you know, this isn't a fucking N.A. meeting, right? This is his workplace. How are you fucking giving anybody a benefit by saying, hey, the way you're behaving, your life is going to continue to get better? And then for that fucking guy to say, I'm going to kill myself and it'll be your fault. How is it anybody else's fault? He doesn't even fucking know this dude. He wasn't going. The, the whole thing about business is, uh, uh, are you doing a service that you can fucking get money for? Because there's enough of a service that guy's even making more money. That's the problem out there. But people don't realize... Uh, what happens in the world? How the whole thing is, is laid out there. Do you have any idea? I mean, you look at the, the guy who's doing great now, right? Uh -huh. The guy who runs this business. We don't know. Maybe he's on a month-to-month -month for all we know. Maybe he's got a couple of months put away. Maybe one fuck-up for him on somebody's car could cost him 50 different deals. And he said he the last guy was fucking all fucked up on pills and cost him five grand. So that's a fucking chunk of change. I mean, the guy's a fucking business owner. Yeah. And look at him. He's not in a suit and tie. 
He's fucking dressed for work. You can see he's got a window looking to his garage from his office. You know what I mean? There isn't any three tar- three martini lunches for this dude. He's a working guy. Um, here's uh, Drew in Atlanta. You're on the Run of Fez show. Love that. Love it. I wish someone would have talked to me like that uh, years ago. Maybe I wouldn't have got where I got. I'm seven months sober uh, today, actually. Well, first of all, congratulations to you. And also the guy running that business uh, also laid out the thing, talking about his sobriety. And, And quite frankly, whether you believe it or not, he gave him some excellent advice. He was making great points. You gotta get fucking strong. You gotta get fucking strong. Why would everybody else say, come on in here? I know you can't do the job, but we want you here anyway because we know you're going through a lot. You better have a fucking aunt, a rich aunt. And the guy would have been, oper- like he was saying, you, guy, you can't have the guy driving around fucked up. The guy would be driving a car high on fucking Percocets. Um, I mean, nuts. nothing had happened yet, and the guy's advice is just screaming at him as he's putting him out the door. Because Instead he's of saying, here's a number or something. Because he wasted his fuck. First of all, why should you get a number from a stranger? What Their relationship was not a drug counselor and drug addict. That isn't their relationship at all. Their relationship was employer. And look, trust me, he fucking knew that the guy coming in off the street, it's not some job that... That you're sitting around looking at a resume over. The break that he gave that guy was saying, I'm willing to give you a job. My wife even said, come on, look where he's living at 31. Um, he just put the ad up on Craigslist. Here's uh, Sean in Maryland. You're on Run Fed Show. Hey, yeah, Ron. I just, it's amazing the coddled society we live in. If this guy thinks that there's not 20 other people waiting for a job that are clean and, and willing to work and willing to make sacrifices to do something. And this kid thinks, oh, well, i got a job or i got a problem, but, but you can help me out. And, you know, maybe according to Fez, they should give him employee of the month to make him feel better about himself, you know. It's just crazy. That's all I had, man. All right, thanks. I'm not looking for employee of the month, but this guy, besides not helping him, Puts his face on YouTube everywhere in case he tries to go uh, for another job. Well, first of all, it was the back of his head. And I'm not even defending the YouTube thing other than saying this. That fucking video does a greater good than if people didn't hear it. I fucking shit you not. If you're a drug addict or an alcoholic, you really need to fucking see that video. I need to see that fucking video and I'm clean. I fucking... Looked at that video and I'm like, ain't that much fucking difference between me and either guy. And that's the truth. There's not that much difference between either guy in that. It's a fucking competition out there. That's the way the system got set up from the beginning. This is what all the Republicans kind of vote for. That a guy would have the right to say, I'm running my business my way. And... This isn't something where he calls up a halfway house and asks somebody to come over. And by the way, if you did, you still should kick the fucking guy out if you're in a fucking halfway house. This guy needs to fucking clean up 
before he goes out into the world. Now, you keep going back to the YouTube thing. I get that. The guy doesn't know he's on. I think that's off the table, though. It's there if you want to vote for it on the, on the poll. But that still means that the guy is fucking, you know, it still means that either way, what he's saying is correct. Maybe put the fucking YouTube up because he goes through this shit all the time. He must go through it a lot if he's got to put no drug addicts in a goddamn one ad. Yeah, he says, the ad said in on Craigslist, no drug addicts or cokeheads in my employment. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, he didn't put the guy's name out either, so it's not like you can identify the guy listed from Hempstead. Tom, you're on the run of face show. Hey, buddy. You know, he made a lot of good points, but the best point he made was, yeah, I'm a good person followed by, I haven't talked to my brother in five years. So what's your point to that? Well, the, the, the drug problem will tear your family apart, man. It's fucking crazy out there. Well, okay, so you're saying, even saying that, you still agreed with him on that? Yes, yes, of course. Everybody has a right to say, this is the life that I accept. You know what I mean? This is the way I accept to be treated. As a matter of fact, I can't stand people who will say, I have to go and do this thing because it's my family, but I get treated like shit. I'm like, why don't you fucking get treated well then? Why don't you say, here's the way I have to be treated if we're going to be in each other's lives? Because I think that's what a man would do. I think it's absolutely what a man would do is, yes, I'm willing to be with you. Under these conditions, not the other conditions. And there's all kinds of people who do stuff like that. Um, here's Justin. You're on the Manifest Show. Fezzy. Yes. Fezzy, I'm just curious. Like the guy brought up in the video, you know, these doctors are so quick to prescribe stuff, and uh, it's just a quick cover-up. It's just a mess. I mean, you firsthand should know that with the Romerol or whatever the hell it was. You know, it's just... As soon as somebody says they have a problem, right away the doctor's right there with the drug company on their shoulder writing off prescriptions. It's it's the weirdest thing that we have in this country. And, of course, no one is going to ever attack the fucking drug companies because they pay money all over the place. They pay into the media. They back candidates, you know, so they're in the government. But the fact of the matter is these doctors hand out pills to people and you almost need somebody then to be able to go to their house and do follow-ups. Because if you say to someone, and I've heard this from doctors before, I'm going to give you 20 pills. I don't think you're going to need that many. Take a few and then you know, get rid of the rest of them. No fucking drug addict is going to do that. And they will agree to anything in the doctor's office. They will agree to anything in the doctor's office. So you can sit around and blame the doctors, but you know that they have the paperwork that says, look, I've told him exactly how to take these pills. But why would a fucking drug addict listen to you? And they're going to come back to get more. Uh, Greg, Oregon, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah. I want to tell Fez, like, he's, he's seen what it did to his brother. My little brother went to a doctor, said he was having, you know, he was depressed. They gave him Xanax. And a month ago, yesterday, he died in his sleep because of Xanax and drinking, you know. And these doctors don't give a fuck what it did. I've got his three kids in my house now with his ex-girlfriend trying to raise them because now he's gone. I mean, maybe if he'd have seen a video like that, he'd have pulled his fucking head out of his ass. Like I tried telling them, you know, Xanax, you can't fuck around with, you know. And these kids don't know this shit. Maybe it might save someone's life. Maybe Fez's brother could learn a lesson from this kind of shit. I mean, you can't 
there is no soft way of putting, hey, man, you're an addict and you need fucking help. You know, it, it actually says on any fucking Xanax uh, bottle that you can't mix it with alcohol. And I've never met an, a- an addict who didn't mix it with alcohol. I've mixed Xanax and Clonto Me with too. alcohol. It's something you, you do. Get fucked up. I just mixed lewds with fucking alcohol when I was a fucking kid because you had to have that kick. You don't even need much. Yeah. And then it just, then it's on. Then you're fucking. Boom. Then you're off. <laughs> then you kind of remember this, that, or the other oh, thing. In and out. In yeah. And out. Um, Darren, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron. Um, so I kind of wanted to bring up the fact that I'm on painkillers myself. I've been quite a bit for uh, for two back surgeries that I've been dealing with, with and then ending up with nerve damage. I actually, you know, I have to go see a pain psychiatrist every, you know, several months to make sure that I'm dealing with it right. So there's two sides to both of it, but you're right. That people sometimes do need to be monitored. So, Well, what are you on all the prescriptions for? What am I, why am I on them? Yeah. Um, like what started off, I mean, I had uh, three ruptured discs in my lower back, and they went in and tried to fix that. Well, it didn't quite fix it, so I went in. Then now I've got um, uh, a fusion, and I have uh, a lot of nerve damage that, uh, that's in my legs now. So I'm on 80 milligrams of morphine and uh, 30 milligrams of Roxycodone daily, and, and I drive a truck. But like I said, I, I have to go through to keep my uh, medical card. I have to go through evaluation with a pain psychiatrist. So. I I would think to be on that kind of medications, you it's almost like you're fucking moving nitro. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to watch it constantly, and there are people who definitely need all the medications and are taking it the way that they're supposed to and being open and honest. I have no doubts about that. But the fact of the matter is, a gigantic majority of people when they get painkillers, probably should have been on them for two, three days, and that's it. The, you know, the, the people that sit around with chronic pain, they have to, they're dealing with a thing that is tough under any circumstances. And you can get addicted very, very easily playing like that. But somebody needs to watch over it the whole time. And I, I honestly don't know any addictive personality that could fucking play with it. And there's the science in fucking pain pills is so advanced and they're constantly working on trying to find pills that they can't no one can abuse. But it's impossible because why wouldn't you if you were making fucking pills want people to come back to it for the same reason that people who make Pepsi want them to come back to it for the same reason that people make Hampton Inns want to make it so people come back to it. Why wouldn't you? What business goes? Well, I want you to use my product once and that's it. I mean, you really have to look down. The fact that the drug corporations have to turn profits because they have people investing in them, they have to turn profits. I think that is a fucking red flag right there. What are you going to do uh, when... uh, Why would we suddenly turn around and trust the people who have to move this stuff? Um... Here's George in Ontario. You're on the Run Fest show. Hi, guys. I had a couple of comments. Number one, I was a business owner for about 10 years, and I, it was uh, sales-oriented. So I've seen a lot of guys uh, come through my door with, uh, you know, a lot of issues. That's why they're 
wanting to go into commission sales. And, you know, as a business owner, you try to do the best you can, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a business. And you, you you feel for them, but at the same time, you you know you have to let them go or do do what you got to do. You're not their you're not their family. <laughs> so what do you say, Fez? That is not the guy's family. It's not somebody. There's no reason for him to care about this new employee. Yeah, but if you're someone who, like the guy in the video, has talked about the damage that this has done. Why wouldn't you be a little bit more sympathetic to seeing someone maybe you're else fucking, suffering in the same because position? Maybe, maybe you're fucking sick of it. Why, why aren't you running around being sympathetic to people? Why is it up to him to? You know what I mean? Why are we asking him to do something that you know, you're not doing yourself? This guy wants to run a fucking business. He does an interview with a guy. Do you take drugs? No. Then he shows up, as he said, all banged up on perks. It's <laughs> a great way to put it. Car dealership guy. His only relationship was going to be you come in, move the cars, greet whatever it was supposed to be. They weren't. He wasn't inviting this guy into his family, into his home. They. This is almost the same as if you got a fucking lawn guy and all of a sudden he's not mowing your lawn. He's fucking lying in the yard. No, he's your responsibility. Fuck that. I just don't think he should have sent him out the door with zero hope whatsoever. Maybe he said something like, you know what, if you come back with a clean drug test, maybe we'll look at uh, hiring you or keeping you on. Why send him out complete, berate him, and then send him out in the world completely hopeless? Well, first of all, the thing of sending people along with hope all the time keeps them going. It keeps you going when you think you're getting away with shit or you have a safety net. I shit you not about that. If you feel like you have a safety net, the last thing you want to do is think about kicking. I've never fucking heard of anyone who kicked when they still had a vial full of pills or a fucking uh, a bindle full of coke. I've never heard anyone show up at a fucking rehab and said, look, I have an eight ball and I decided I want to check in. Or uh, I'm laying, I'm staying at my aunt and uncle's house. Um, they're buying me food so I could use my money for dope, and I want to check in. It just doesn't happen. Most people show up at rehab because it's that, or they're out on the street, or the or their family isn't going to have anything to do with them anymore. Whatever. If you can maintain your lifestyle and be a drunk and an alcoholic, then more power to you. My own personal belief is sooner or later it's going to run out, but more power to you until it fucking happens. Or if you decide, I'd rather keep doing drugs and sleep under this fucking tree because I got kicked out of my place, that's your call too. But I got no problem with this guy saying, you ain't fucking doing it here. I see nothing wrong with what he fucking said here. Um... Here's uh, Art. You're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, the guy can come back with a clean drug test, but uh, I don't know the exact percentage, but it's got to be really low for people who come back with a clean drug test and stay off the drugs. Well, you know, it's, it's fucking... Life is hard. Yeah. It's fucking... They, they, it's the one thing that they don't tell you when you're a kid. They tell you about all the upside. You can be fucking president. You can all be all this stuff. But the fact of the matter is... 
It's fucking hard to maintain. It really is. And a lot of people even start fucking drinking and doing dope because they just don't like the way life feels, the way the whole thing goes down. It's just a pain in the ass. They want to numb it out a little bit. Turn it off. It's not, And that's a great temporary fucking deal. On the short term, absolutely. Feels great. But then a check comes up. And the fact of the matter is, they give him some hope. What fucking hopes this guy got? You show up the first fucking day eating perks? And your thing is, now you're, my grave's on your hands. Whatever. <laughs> Do me a favor. You're going to be married, buried in an unmarked grave anyway. So I don't think you're going to be able to etch it into your tombstone. I'm not trying to fucking be hard on the fucking dude. I don't know him, but I totally could get why somebody just gets so fucking frustrated. Um, here's uh, John, Minnesota. You're on the Run of Fish show. Yeah, I would uh, I'd tell Fezzi, I'd, I'd argue the guy was being sympathetic and tell him the truth. You know how many people in that guy's life never told him the truth or just let him exist the way that he is? Maybe enough people start doing that. Wouldn't have a problem. He was telling the help. truth, but he was berating him out the door as he's humiliating him on videotape. We and got the videotape, but none of us would have seen it without the videotape. We wouldn't have been having this fucking conversation. So we, I get the videotape thing. But the guy must have seen at least something in him to hire him in the first place. Why not say, you know, you know uh, you're not working here now. Come back when you get your act together and we'll see if there's something for you. So Why can't humiliate him on his way out the door? I, I thought you tried to explain. If you fucking put that thing out there, right, then the person's always going to think he has that other thing in his back pocket. And the fact of the matter is he doesn't. No, it's not definite. It's if he can prove that he's turned his life around. It's it's not a definite. Well, this guy didn't. He's not selling a fucking. He doesn't have a business of, hey, I'm here to help people. That's not his fucking business. His business is I'm here to help cars. And if you fucking showed up at a place and said, look, you've had my car for three days where, you know, I'm supposed to have it back now. Well, sir, we have a lot of drug addicts working here. Some of them fell asleep in your back seat. Oh, no. um, some of them just don't show up for work. You would say, I'm getting my car out of here and I'm taking a fucking professional place. I don't think that you would be this understanding person who's like, you know what? You're right. And maybe if we gently push these guys along, my car will be fixed. Maybe not as good as I want it fixed, but it'll be fixed. Fuck it's that. so funny how we're ready to, to give all the responsibility to somebody else. Because you could live um, that life if you if you wanted to. You could go around and do that and give us all these examples. Thomas, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, what's going on? You know, this topic hits home for a lot of people, but uh, I got a strip of LT or Lawrence Lawrence a while back, and the warning on it said alcohol may intensify its effect. And needless to say, I didn't take it as a warning. It was advice. Yeah. Fucking do that shit all the time. Fucking Ambien, just regular sleeping pills that a bunch of they, they just give out. If you drink on that, you are fucked up. Fuck more fucked up than you fucking realize. Just for thinking it's just a sleeping pill, like a goddamn Tylenol PM. It isn't. Guess what? It's the number one way people overdose. All the fucking famous overdoses in history, mixed drugs and alcohol. It's kind of hard to overdose 
without drinking, from just taking pills, you have a much better chance of skating through. You'd be better off taking a handful of pills probably than you would one Valium and drinking a few beers. And guess what? Most of the time you wake up, and then one time you don't. Yeah. It's fucking scary. I know plenty of guys who fucking just go to sleep. It's terrible. Also, there was some story, I think it was like in western Pennsylvania. It's like an oil boom, and they can't fill, they can't fill jobs because too many guys come in with fucking... They they can't test pot. They can't test fucking negative for drugs. It's fucking happening all over the country. There is people people need fucking jobs. Dude, too fucked up, especially in Appalachia. Um, and you know what? That guy needed somebody today. You know what I mean? That's why he's also pissed off. He and said- his fucking wife even told him, <laughs> and that pisses him off. <laughs> That's Hey, it said, yeah, it said they had to call 20 people to fucking uh, get someone, just one dude in who's not fucked up <laughs> so they could have someone to work his fucking gig. And for all we know, Fez, the reason why he videotaped this and he's sick of it, because he's probably been through this 20 times. Well, I understand that, but there's no reason to do that to an individual. What did he do to him? Point out the truth? He pointed out the truth. He put him on camera. We got the camera thing. But we wouldn't be having... I'm starting to go fucking nuts now. We'd never be having the fucking discussion if this wasn't on camera, right? Right. Can we agree to that? Yeah. Can we leave it then? You can say all you want, the guy doesn't belong on the camera. I I get that. But I never would have heard this shit. And he didn't give his name out. So it's not like he's giving out a bunch of personal information. He didn't give the name out of his store. Like, this could be in any fucking place in America. Um... Here's uh, Herb. You're on the run of Fez show. Herb. Did you say Herb? Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Good afternoon, depending upon where you are. This is fascinating, to me anyway. Uh, I would get on board with the idea that the uh, posting of that video is less, less than appropriate. And I think we can all agree that uh, uh, the guy getting uh, get that job was, was, uh, was given uh, an opportunity. I think but what one thing that might be lost, and I think we touched on it just a little bit, is that that business owner, by letting him go, uh, may have done the biggest favor for that for that gentleman or that drug addict uh, that he could have given him. And he he doesn't uh, doesn't have to accept any responsibility for him, but he did by telling him by calling him out on his uh, on his bullshit and uh, and letting him go. That may just help him hit his bottom even faster. Which, uh, which may be just what you need. I'm telling you, if I was a, if I was a drug counselor, I'd show this to everybody. Because this is what people are thinking when they say to you, hey, we've got something if you ever get cleaned up. Because they fucking don't. They're not, they're not keeping some fucking list of people that they hope get better and come back and work here. They don't. I don't give a shit how many nice things they fucking say to you. They don't. They're just being nice. There's just things. Trying to get through the situation without a confrontation. Yeah. They're just fucking lying because you're. Uh, it's unacceptable to sit there and waste time with you. And do I think that he fucking wasted his voice on this guy? 
Probably. But maybe there's somebody else that could fucking hear this because you try to fucking tell people. And they're always going to get it together later. He did post it in the comedy section of YouTube. Well, it fucking, you know, it was. I mean, I was laughing a little bit. <laughs> the dog thing, the wife thing, very funny. Uh, Rich, you're on the Run Fest show. It just seems... I, I know personally, I partied a lot and I got rid of my monkey. I know, Franny, you have, and Pepper, you have got your monkey on your back still. He's it feeding the bananas Fezzi, right now. It just seems like Fezzi's never really had that monkey, from what I understand from the show. And it just feels like he doesn't believe in the, the, this monkey and, and that looking in the mirror and finally seeing a back in your face is probably what this kid really needed. And Fezzi's being an enabler. Well, there is a thing, and I get Fez's thing. He always wants to identify with the weak and, you know, no bullying and all that stuff. I get that. But the fucking best advice he got this guy is you got to get strong. There's nothing in fucking nature that gives a break to the fucking weak. It's just a sad fact. Maybe once we die, we go to heaven, and there's all kinds of nice things I don't know, milk and honey or something. I don't know how much milk or honey I want. It's too sweet. I got to fucking savory a little bit. That's the only things they actually bring up is the milk and honey. And do they mix it together? Then I'd rather hear that there was chocolate and milk up there. I don't know. I've never sat around craving honey milk. That's pretzels, for the love of God. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, hey, hey, Fez, you know, I can kind of understand why you're sympathetic, but, you know, you're around a couple people who have problems or had problems. Your brother, right? Right, yeah. You guys are taking a sympathetic approach. How is that working out? Um, Right now, uh, you know what? The, the last time they said they came to me and said, we're doing an intervention, they all backed out of it, and I said, don't bring it up to me anymore. Really? You, you didn't hurt? help your brother? Why couldn't you just tell him that, hey, things could get better? No, I would be willing to help him once everyone was together on it. But well, why, why wouldn't you? Why can't it be you, you? You're the helpful guy. I have talked to him. I've, talk, I've, I've talked to him while he's laying in a hospital bed fucked up. Why don't you talk to him before he's laying in the hospital bed? That would mean confrontation. Yeah, try to keep him out of the hospital, but he's your brother. You probably express more passion for this, you know, business owner in the middle of nowhere and the kid that is putting on a proper path. I will give Fez this, though. He does gossip about his brother with his sister, so that's helpful. We're better children than he is. I've done so much for mother. <laughs> does he do Fez tutorials to his sister? <laughs> yes, he does. I gave her Ron's umbrella, and I have and all everything's about Quirky. How's Bobo? Bobo, gotta do a fezzatorial about this fez. Hand whip. a little bit, yeah. Oh, from your China? No, I see you whipping it down there. And I don't know. I don't know. I watch home? this thing over and over. This guy's great. It's not like this guy was like, you know, some fucking 10-year employee. Like, you know, Jim, we've been through a lot. This is his fucking first day. 
Maybe they're a thick and thin man. Come on. You know I got a problem. Give me a break. Like I, that, you can just hear the guy's voice. He was fucked up. He was fucking high. And, you know, that's how he knew. He saw the guy and heard him right. talk. It's like, and everybody worked there. You know what I mean? How would you like to fucking work in a place? Oh, good. We're sending you some help tomorrow. And some slack jaw motherfuckers leaning against the post. <laughs> fucking his eyes open and closed and he's fucking rocking the nods. Everyone's going to hate him. You know who really wants to get fucked up at work? Me. You know how often? Every day. Oh. I see a fucking scene in a movie, and I'm like, God damn, that does feel good, doesn't it? No, it does. That's no. it. Write it out. And it does. It fucking does. Then I have to fucking make the movie go longer in my mind. I got to play extra fucking scenes to where it all turns bad. And it sucks. It's fucking awful. But... No one's going to come around. Oh, congratulations. You know, like, is Rob is not going to go, hey, Ron, another day clean. Way to go, buddy. No, he's just going to fucking treat it like that's the way life's supposed to be. That's the deal I have with Rob. I don't come up here and fuck up his shit every day. We should start breaking into the fucking SXMU. Fuck with their <laughs> shit. But this is some old stuff. <laughs> fuck the new shit. Fuck this college rock crap. And then just the phones light up. <laughs> Tell me the name of that band again, Jake Isles. <laughs> that sounds like rock and roll. That's right. So they're called the Faces, huh? Never even heard of these guys. Are they on Pitchfork? I don't even know the fucking Pitchfork. How do they get people over? This is the, well. They also they host their own festivals now and shit. Okay, and, so, so there's money there. Yeah. Hey, good dude. Good way to keep the rock alive, Pitchfork. I'm loving you for it. <sighs> uh, Tom in Colorado, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Um, I just wanted to point out that the guy wouldn't have taken nearly as much abuse if he would have just accepted the fact that he was fired and walked on out the door. It's probably not the first time it's happened to him. <clears throat> I think he really wanted to keep that job. Well, if you really wanted to keep that job, I gotta say, you know, I've I've uh, been in and out with that shit. I got rid of my monkey, and uh, I knew when to uh, get high and when to just take what I needed to keep from getting sick. And he wasn't given that opportunity. Yeah, he was given the opportunity when he was let in. When he said, "I'm not a drug addict," that was his opportunity. And he came in high as a goddamn kite. Go stand down at the 7-Elevens with the fucking day workers. I bet you get picked fucking last, if at all. Somebody's going to hop out of the truck. Not you, dude. You won't be able to carry any of this shit. You're fucking drooling. Uh, Troy, you're on the run of Fest show. Troy, once, twice, gone, buddy. Here's uh, Dan Houston. You're on the Run Face Show. Uh, here's Diane. Diane, you're on the Run Face Show. Hi, how are you, honey? Good. I have a question for Fezzi. Sure. How did this guy leave his job? Did he drive home? If he drove home, what would you feel like if he had Somebody that was carrying children, say a niece or a nephew, would you feel that bad for him? 
I would feel really bad if he killed somebody on the way home. Right. He should never have left. He has an issue. There are five pills in the AM. That's my point. What if it happened and he got into a car accident where it immediately reflected on your personal life? Would you feel so sympathetic for him? I would I, I no I would obviously piss but he was trying to get something going in his life by going to this job by applying he went for there it. High and he left high. Uh, here's the other thing Fez, why is trying enough? Why should that be enough for anybody else? Trying isn't enough. It's not enough. What don't what don't people get for there's no reason that anyone should say Oh, you tried and failed. That's great. You, you got to fucking make it. That's what you have to do. That's why I said the people who party and maintain, they can go on as long as they need to. But the minute the, that you fucking don't maintain, that's your responsibility. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, but it was a step in the right direction to try yeah. to find some work. Yeah, you made a step in the right direction. You failed, now go home, rally, try to fucking show up for work not high the next time you get a gig. Not fucking yell at the man, my, my fucking death is on you. Crazy. Oh, good, I'll try to fucking sleep tonight. Crazy shit to yell at him. It's even a fuck you, just something to make him feel bad. Fucking crazy pillhead. I don't get it. Well, at least this guy's wife sees her fucking husband's shit like fucking video blowing up, so maybe he won't get that much shit. Yeah, but she comes out of it looking like a fucking star. <laughs> Rick, you're on the Run Fetish Show. Hey, million five, Ronnie. Hey, buddy. Uh, um, so have, you, have you ever owned a business? I'm not attacking you first. Let me put it. Have you ever owned a business, though? No, not you know, like a small business. Is that if that's what you mean? I no. had a large one. Yeah, I mean, well, no, I mean like an actual garage or something like that. But oh, but you have had a large business, like a giant corporation with a huge sales force. No. Okay, so no business. Okay. All no right. business. Well, talk to Ronnie about it. He owned the club. Believe me, I went to the club so many times back in the day that a lot of the times you didn't even see the same waitresses. This guy has got to protect his business. We don't know how many times he has been burned by employees or even his own brother. I mean, this guy has to protect what he has. Maybe he's had employees that had major injuries because they were high and they got hurt. Now he has to pay disability to them. He's got to protect what's in so he's not sued later on down the road. And this guy could say, I hurt myself because he was all jacked. I mean, you kind of have to almost sympathize with the employer than the employee. He's just got to protect what he has. And he's been probably burned so many times in the past that he's just – now he's just had his last lap. He, he's done with it. He just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. I understand protecting his business. I get that completely. But I think, you know, okay. berating this guy that he says should have some help isn't helping him. Well, I it, agree why is he supposed too. to help him? Seriously. Why is he supposed to fucking help him? Why, is it, why aren't you helping that guy? Why I don't, don't you, know him. I wasn't there. But you could track him down. You'd be able to fucking call this business and say, hey, I'm a good person. I want to move. Like you've done for Paulo. Paulo's down on his luck. You moved him into your place. You've made. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. No, he's no, no. This is fucking hard to suddenly help other people. Because you're trying to keep your fucking head up and you can help the people that you want to help. Uh, you know, the weird thing here is there's so many fucking chances that you can show up and addicts will help you free of fucking charge. A buck if you have it. Out on Long Island, I, I guarantee you, he can go to meetings all day and meet other people who've done it before. And you think he's heard of a meeting before? You know he has. There is fucking help for the people who want it. And just as many people walk by that shit because they don't want to sit there fucking drink coffee for an hour. I get that too. So this is what happens. I'm going to watch this fucking video two more times tonight. Maybe if the ad didn't say no addicts, then he would say, look, I should have put this in the ad. <laughs> but the reason why I, I find the story interesting is how many guys you think that own small businesses are dealing with this on a daily fucking basis? I guarantee you it's all over the country. It's a fucking epidemic of motherfuckers eating pills. That's the fucking drug now. That is the drug that's fucking up America. Oxycon and Percocets. You're on the lookout for him completely. Yeah. Come on. They'll fucking videotape you one day. But what, why? No, you don't need to do that. It's not like they're hard to get. You've had a lot of Mondays. You come in here and you're just fucking useless. No, I'm fucking on point. Did you get your uh, intern back today, Bronky boy? <sighs> Punchy Joe is out till Tuesday. I think they gave him an inhaler. I think that's what uh, he said. Oh, I believe him if he's got an inhaler. Um, and cough syrup. He was also given cough syrup. There's this thing out in uh, on the Pacific Coast Highway, a redhead with pale skin was peeping into people's mobile homes, and they have a picture of him up on flyers. Oh, no. <laughs> and for some reason, he looks very familiar. You know, this is the problem, and Dave has brought this up before. Everybody thinks that redheaded people look the same. Well, a lot of the, the ones that get on TV, a lot of them do have fucking, at least recently, have a lot of fucking things in common. That's fucking racism. That's Irish racism, what you're doing right now. They got beards, red hair. I had no idea the problem that redheaded people faced until I became friends with Eastside Dave. And then he was able to tell me some of these stories. But the, the story that I will never forget is that he said from a baby until 12, everywhere he went, people loved him. They're like, oh, look at the red. Everyone likes the redheaded toddler. Everyone likes the redheaded six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old. And he starts to hit 12 and 13, and all the same people that just gave him endless amounts of love decided that he was a hideous fucking ginger. <laughs> And he, the stunning nature of that. And I thought about that. Like, if you grew up black down south, right, uh -huh. during the 1960s, you knew you were in the bucket from the word go. No one ever acted like, oh, black people were great until they were 13. That would have been very confusing. 
And that's what happened to Dave having red hair. And there's something about the the picture in this that reminds me of somebody I know. I just can't place it. Mm. But it's uh, up on the eye bang over once again. Odd. People think all redheads look alike. Fucking strange. Peeping Tom, that's not good. That's a fucking... That's a creepy offense. Is it? I mean, you haven't touched anybody. Well, no, I'm not saying that you do time, but it's creepy. Just like staring at someone's fucking window. Do you know that you live in a city where there's no peeping Tom laws? Because everybody in all these big buildings has binoculars and looks at their neighbors and it's a pastime? I have, or they have a telescope? I have binoculars and I can see in the people's apartments in my neighborhood. And it's fucking great. Everybody does it. <laughs> And then there's something like women, even knowing it, they're like, you know what? I'm up 30 floors. I'm still going to walk around bare ass with my tits out. Why change your life? Fuck it. When we worked on 57th Street, A, we used to watch people fuck in the showers all the time. And then B, one night we're watching this girl uh, get dressed and she's just wearing a G-string. And like we had like a room full of people and there was like 25 of us just sitting there watching her and she fucking leaned over as she's putting on her heels, and everybody went crazy. I'm like, we're the creepiest fucking group of people ever. Whatever. But men and women were just going nuts, and like, yes, it's happened. It's so <laughs> much better than like going to a fucking titty bar and seeing somebody who says, "Look, I want you to look at me." The voyeur thing, yeah, it's fucking great. They, I, no one wants them to know that they're actually putting on a show. You want to see the natural fucking act. But some of these people, some of these women, know they're also. Like, they don't know who's watching them, yep. but they got to know they're being watched. They're assuming someone's fucking probably staring at them, but, like, fuck it. Whatever. It's going to happen regardless. I'm going to show it off. I'm going to try to catch that peeping Tom. There's something about him that is familiar. Um, Underage girls. That's not good. But also, you can see this. No matter how much success you have in life, if you're red-haired, then it's still going to be a rough world for you. I honestly think that it's probably worse now, after talking with Dave, it's worse than being a Siamese twin. I don't know about I mean, Siamese twins, you have another body attached to you. You're yeah, be, somebody always to talk to. And at be, least once you go say, we'll both fuck you up. You're going to be gawked at. I mean, you're fucking attached. Yeah, but your twin's not going to look at you like you're the freak. You have one person. Oh. You don't think that they ever say to each other we're freaks? They have to. They have to. Look at this baby. Right, attached... th- just, just please. I can't blame a baby. I don't mind the adults doing it. Well, it grows into an adult. You know? I, I'll wait. I'm going to wait for that to happen. <laughs> look, well, here's a couple Asian men. They're actually Siamese. That's actually even a a, a politically incorrect term now, right, Fez? Yeah. Yeah, it's conjoined now. Come on. Can conjoined twins uh, join your group, which is gay, bi, what else is on there? Trans? Lesbian, uh, bi, gay, transgender, and transvestite. There's two T's in it now. And you left one out. Who did I leave out? The one that you actually are. Oh, gay. Asexuals are also part of the rainbow. And uh, pedophiles. 
Because they were born this way. I gotta grab a baby. I do not believe the P has been added to it. Oh, Oh, urine. Fucking. I say we have a pair of Siamese twins in here, and they both have, like, working. Like, they all have their own pairs of organs, right? So they have their own heart, they have their own brains, livers, whatever. They just have a fucking. They're just attached. If I fucking shoot one in the forehead, kill it, does the other one die? Or does. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, then we got the, the their insides are connected. That's why they don't get separated because they're like sharing liver or heart or some of the fucking gunky bits that you need so much. That blows. Some of the stuff that that is in your body that you never want to see. Yeah. You know, just think of how much of your body, probably 99% of it, you'd rather not see because that means you're in trouble. Yeah. Your guts. Like, your you know what your dead. feet look like, but you don't know what your fucking intestines look like or your heart. You never want to see that shit. You want to go a lifetime without seeing 99% of your body. That's the good news. And just think of this. All right, the, she- the skin is just the wrapping paper, right? Yeah. But if you took off your skin, you wouldn't know who the fuck you were. If there was a picture of you with no skin on, you would be like, that ain't me. Oh. All I know by myself is my skin. That's nasty. The fucking sinew and the fucking meat underneath it. It's freak show time. We're a bunch of freaks. Oh, it's disgusting. Nature's disgusting. I brought it up before. I've said it time and time again, Chris. It's like that bodies exhibit. Just f- I'd never go to that because a lot of those Chinamen that are in that bodies exhibit, they didn't sign up for that. They were like they, convicts. Like fucking these- they just took these fucking dudes' bodies. Yeah. There was a lady the other day, she had had a heart transplant, and she posed holding her old, disgusting, torn-up heart. What, like on a runway? She was like a model? Now, look at her beautiful dress, and there she is carrying her heart in her hands. Who made that heart? Vera like Wang? when fucking people, like, you get those Valentine's cards, I give my heart to you. Oh, my God, I don't want it. It's disgusting. It's pumping blood everywhere. Oh. What the fuck? I'd rather not have it. You keep your heart in your chest. Freak. God. All you really know of yourself is the tiniest part of your body, your skin. I'm That's it. That. The rest of it is a stranger to you. Matter of fact, you don't even think yours is... Like, everyone ever always said, like, Oh, um, I'm pretty. Really? Because what does your fucking intestines look like? <laughs> And they say beauty's on the inside? No fucking way. Ugliness is on the inside. That's what's on the inside. And doesn't like the inside of the body like stink too? Like it can't. Of course it, it stinks. Yeah. It stinks like because that's where your shit runs. Oh fuck! You fucking slice that open, and it's just shit everywhere. Just shit pours out and fucking. You got shit in your stomach right now. And you're doing nothing oh about it. Oh my god! Oh. You're doing nothing about it. It's like you ate shit. <laughs> oh fuck! Nasty man. And every layer gets a little uglier until you're down to a skeleton. Skeleton kind of cool. Skeleton you can clean up nice. Well, uh, okay, I do have to break then. That's what you're bringing up to me now. I slightly let you know. Um, I'm gonna like take this thing with Carlos. Carlos, show the Ryan Fez show. Hey, uh, Ron, what's going on? Yeah. Listen, uh, quick question. Number one, I love that Chris Stanley brings the violent hypotheticals like shooting a Siamese twin in the head. I love that he brings that it's to always, the table. That's his thing. What's the worst fucking place I can go with it? No, it's not. It was a fucking scientific question. Uh, I liked it. 
I mean, that's me. Uh, hey, question, Ronnie. Do you, when do you come down on the really creamy white skin? Because on a brunette, you know, I think it looks great. But you strap it on a redhead, oh, it's absolutely disgusting. See, I, I find redheaded women to be incredibly attractive. And redheaded men, I don't want to say anything because of Dave. But it's almost, to me, it, it's almost the way they look at Hawaiians. Women, attractive, men. Huh. Who's the Eskimo? Who's the swimming Eskimo? Yeah, redheaded women. Beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful what you put up right there. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, just put up a nice uh, bunch of nice pictures of redheads. I just pick up, uh, You think she's beautiful? Try slicing her open. Oh. You fucking peel that skin off. You wouldn't even want to fuck her. And there's probably shit in her, too, right? There's probably shit inside. I mean, she had to have eaten at some point during the day before this fucking I don't know shoot. whether she just dumped out or not. <laughs> there may be some scrapings, though. Oh, God. All right. I had a break here. Is something you wanted to get to, Chris, when we get back, though? Because this has been all Fez today. It's been Fez's day. Uh, Oregon is fucking proposing some fucked up laws that I'm ready to go there and fight for. Fight for or, or against? against, rather against, fight against, because why don't you just stay here, man? If because that much worry about it. If this shit happens in fucking Oregon, it could go over the rest of the goddamn country. What what is the shit? Just tell me. Uh, they want to get uh, you can only get cigarettes through a prescription. What could the prescription be? I don't he needs know. cigarettes? It's freaking me out. That doesn't even make sense. Here, cigarettes will make you better. Why would a doctor ever prescribe cigarettes to anybody? It doesn't make any sense. Why are they doing this? We already got enough people in the, do- in the doctor's office as it is. Now a guy's sitting out there waiting for a carton. <laughs> we go and see a fucking doctor every goddamn day. We'll get some additional cigarettes. I, I, here's the good news, though. Maybe your insurance will cover it. Oh, fuck. There's a copay of $2 on this carton. Yes. That sounds like a good fucking deal. Yeah, let it go. Let it happen in that's Oregon. All that, you don't know if that's going to happen, though. It's going to happen. How do you know that? It's a prescription. I know our insurance company here. But they're also anti-smoking, so why would they help me smoke? It's their fault. They're prescribing it to you. You'd be like, I need help. I can't pay for my cigarettes. <laughs> I already do already need help. I can't pay for my cigarettes. You really think they should do is like you can smoke if you're on a stationary bicycle. So it's like fuck. Instead of fucking bullet bullet ashtrays. Last night you were standing out there that five degree fucking cold smoking. Mm -hmm. I was laughing my ass off at you. (laughs) He's like, oh motherfucker. He could easily go inside. Last night when I went downstairs, our lobby. Every time the door opened up, it's like Guts. something rushed in, like some physical thing rushed in and grabbed. The poltergeist fucking running in to fucking steal your shit. All right, we got a break. We're yeah. picking this up. Plus, a very big surprise for Fez Watley. Really? I told you before I had a surprise for you, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Today's the day, buddy. Wow. Okay. Just go with it. All right. Just no matter what it is, go with it. But today, Fez Watley's... Life changes. You came out, what, eight months ago, Fez? Ten months ago? Um, About 11 months ago. And nothing has changed in that time. Right. So much that literally, why even bother paying attention? No changes. Today, the change takes place. Wow, I'm excited. You're losing your virginity. And I'll tell you how as soon as we get back. It's the Ron Fez Show.
Hey, buddy. It's the Ron and Fez show. I was just saying up on CNN right now that that uh, Rangers fan that got clocked in Philly last year at the Flyers bar oh, yeah. is suing the bar and the guy who hit him. I get the guy who hit him, but the bar? I guess what, for serving until it's too fucking drunk? Um, I don't know. I just have this rule of thumb. You don't wear your fucking jersey to the other team's game. Just ain't. Doesn't make any sense. You want to get fucked up. I know. Well, it's like certain shit in a biker bar. Are you allowed to yell stuff out? I guess you are, but it's also stupid. Filtered Excellence is up on the iBank today. A lot of great stuff. A Werner Herzog movie. Beware Mr. Baker opens this weekend. The last 30 Rock past Super Bowls. The Jackson 5 animated series on DVD. And some Manor and Novell stuff. That's all up on the Filtered Excellence. Make sure you check it out. Higgs, did you happen to catch The Office last night? No, I did not. How was it? It was the weirdest thing. So, spoiler alert for anybody who... Uh, I'm going to give you five seconds who doesn't want to hear about it. Because that show's almost over, too. So, they've been off the rails for a while now. But Pam and Jim were, are fighting. Having a... A bad fight, right? Oh, no. Jim is in Philly trying to start a new business. Pam, and th- that's supposed to be, like, awful. Uh, and Pam is in Scranton wanting to keep their little Scranton life going. So they fucking are real mean to each other on the phone. And she hangs up, and she's crying, and she's sobbing, and she's all alone in the office. And she's like this. Brian, what did I do wrong? And it fucking flips that, and the sound guy goes, no, it's not you, Pam. And they're just showing that the documentary the crew. crew is all caught up in their lives. After all these fucking years. This is the first, now, this be the first yeah, time. Now the documentary crew is a big part of it. All right, I, I'm going to have to watch that. And I'm like, you should do that on every show. Just every show, just pull back and show that there's people with cameras and an audience. <laughs> Let's just stop pretending. Wow, that's fucking... That's kind of cool, even though... Like, I think they're almost at the end of their show. And Ed Helms hasn't even been on this year. Ed Helms is the best thing since fucking Crowley. I know. He's so fucking funny. Not this year. He ain't. He's off doing, I don't know, uh, I'm drunk in fucking Vegas part seven or whatever they're doing. Now they're going to go back to California to, to get hungover. Mm. Oh, I got a big fucking tattoo on my face and my tooth got pulled. Yeah. What happened? What happened last night? Is that fucking hot Asian wife of his, though, the last one? So you know all about movies. I saw it on a flight. That's always the best thing when you catch a movie on a flight you never saw before. Yeah, and I watched the Johnny, the Johnny Depp... Um, Pirates? Uh, the, the second fucking Hunter S. Thompson movie. The, uh, the Rum Diaries. Saw that, too, on a flight. How was that? It's okay. I mean, the, the chick in it, who I think he left his wife for, is fucking really hot. I got a very nice fucking email, uh, text yesterday from Dave telling me that he has uh, movies for me, not Pepper. I can't trust Pepper. You can trust me 100%. You doing the show with him tomorrow night? Yes. You guys ought to cover the Super Bowl a little bit and then Manti Teo. We're going we're gonna to take a look at that. We didn't even get into the Manti Teo fucking abuse of me. I said that let down that nothing happened. Should we really have expected anything good? I mean, it's Katie Couric on three fucking three o'clock. You know what I wish they would play? I wish they'd play Steely Dan, Katie Lied, and just fucking start a show with that every day. <laughs> um, 
Fez is always saying nobody will help him. And I say that this show is like Groundhog's Day, where it's the same show over and over every single day. What are we going to do for Fez? How are we going to uh, help Fez, the advice show? Just to prove this, this is a break from five years ago on this exact day. And see if you can tell the difference between it and any other break. Five years ago, today, we did this exact break. Could you ever see yourself with Fez, Patty? I mean, as people that are great, you'll... (laughs) But Patty and Fez, why don't you do this? If you two aren't with anyone else, and let's say five years, would you two get married? I'll go in on that. I'll do a marriage pack with Patty. (laughs) That would be cool. All right. (laughs) All right. In five years. Five years from today. 2013, my lucky year. Uh, Hopefully the Mayans are right, and it all ends in 2012. (laughs) Fez is going to be at home. Come on, Mayans. (laughs) Come on, Mayans. All right, Fezzy. You got five years. All right. And that's all you got. Right. You got five years. Five years to the day the marriage pack. Fez Watley, just like any deal with the devil, your soul is due. You made the deal. Are you a man of honor or not? Here is your brand new. But five years used, fiance, stalker Patty. Patty! Well, that five years certainly flew by. I know. You guys each made the deal. I did? (laughs) Yes, you did. You just heard it. And now... Is the virgin from the ONA show going to marry the virgin from the Ron and Fez show? I I take it you're still a virgin, Patty? Yeah. <laughs> and Fez, we know you're still a virgin. Yes. You guys made this marriage pact. I did. <laughs> Are you going to do it now? <laughs> no. And I'm 100% serious. Does, does your... Because a big part of Fez is, I'm going to get working on it Monday... I'm going to get to that. He says it to me. He says it to Rob. He says it to his doctor. Because he knows he can keep pushing this off. This is your guy's chance to say, I said I would do something, and I'm going to do it. I don't even think that you guys have to have sex, but I definitely think you have to get married. Is there any way to get another five years out of this? I'm being yeah. totally fucking serious right now. It's 2008. I mean, first of all, how does it make you feel, Fez, hearing five years has gone by and nothing has changed in your life? An absolute disappointed uh, failure. We can what? have another on a sport nine night. That was fun. Um, <laughs> it's time. You know, the exciting thing here, too, is we can have a best man... And a bridesmaid is the same person. It's Lady Trucker. Congratulations, Trucker Patty and Fezzy on your engagement. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! 
And you guys going to uh, Vegas to get married? You know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Go to Japan. You got to go to Japan, dude. Guys, you got to go take your chick to Japan. <laughs> you got to take your bride to be to Japan. <laughs> This is it. You guys are being very quiet as yes. if, you're, as yeah. if your word means nothing. It's shocking. How, does your word mean anything? Yes, my word means something. You two said five years ago, on this day... To the day. You would get married if you guys were with no one else. And you threw it out there actually acting like, oh, I'm sure I'll get to it now. Between you, you're like 110, 115 years old. <laughs> What better options does either one of you have? Fez has got money. Patty is an up person. She's an optimist. Oh, very, very nice. Even if you guys don't like the sex, you have many of the same interests. Companionship, you know? Not having sex. Old TV shows. You Old TV shows. You don't have to be married to have companionship. That's you, you don't no, have to no, be married. I'm not, but that. you guaranteed that you'd get married. A fucking packed on the radio. We have audio of it from five years ago to the day. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patty. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Why would you fucking agree to it if you weren't ready to? But I didn't get down. <laughs> you each, you each have what the other person lacks. Patty is an optimistic person. She's an up person. She's right. always looking for the good in life. Fez needs that. Uh, Fez has a paycheck and nowhere to spend it. Patty could use that. No prenup. Patty, no prenup. Are you guys going to live in the West Village? Or are you going to live in Staten Island? I don't know. Go to Shaolin. <laughs> I would prefer the West Village. I don't want to make that commute. Get a minivan. You'll be a married man now. <laughs> Uh, Jeff in Georgia, you're on the Run of Fez show. That's common law. Hey, buddy, who's got the gift registry? Um, it's cigarettes, liquor, and cigars. That's the registry. Perfect. That way we I make it. I don't do any bit. of that. Don't worry. We'll make sure we get rid of it for you. Yeah, don't worry. No worries. Um, Lewis, Manhattan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I think I think I can help you out here, Fez. I think that uh, since now that you've come out as gay, maybe that uh, negates everything. It would if he was sitting here with a boyfriend who was saying to us, over my dead body. This isn't happening. No, not as long as I'm here. That cock is mine. And it ain't getting shared with some <laughs> hussy. That's good. You could be the guy. Give me that cock, Fess. <laughs> that's Look, my dick. The chances of you guys finding anyone now. No are even worse than they were five years oh, ago. You know, there's a special dating site now for people over 50. Ourtime.com. I just heard about that. Yeah. I was going to register with them. Look, can I tell you something? When you and Fez get married, you can still date. We didn't <laughs> say that you had to be in any certain kind of marriage. We said five years ago, that if you guys weren't married to anybody else, you were going to get married. That's it. I didn't say that you guys couldn't go out and be in three ways. Couldn't have an open marriage. Swing, baby. Fez couldn't gay it up a little <clears throat> bit. But it's not even like Fez has Paul O living in his uh, apartment anymore. Or a cat. Or a cat. I'm just worried Patty's going to end up upstate. <laughs> um, here's Lance. Lance, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, good morning, buddy. Let me put this uh, king cake down real, real quick. Damn. Don't it, New Orleans style. Festival season. Uh, Ron, 
I wanted to ask Jesse, when you're saying avowed, is somebody going to say no homo? Um, I would hate to hear that come up at any wedding. You would have heard it last night if you were watching 30 Rock. <laughs> Liz Lemon dropped a no homo. Fez, nothing has changed for you over five years. You're being very quiet, waiting for this to pass. <coughs> if you were... I'm very nervous. Why, why are you nervous? You had five years to do something. Yes, and I... And like everyone knows, I don't have anything on the horizon. So? Come on. Go ahead and say it. Make it real. Well, listen. Go ahead. Say it to her, Fez. Stucker this Patty. Is, this is so exciting. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Will you marry me? Uh, how about just in name only? And that's it. No, if you get married, you're getting married in front of a justice of the peace. <laughs> you guys made this thing. Fez, are you ready to marry Patty? I, I, made, I made the deal. I'm, I'm willing to honor it. Will you marry me, Patty? No prenup, Patty. <laughs> that is ass. <laughs> are you uh, <laughs> but uh, can I wait another couple years? I'm no. not ready. <laughs> you are ready, Patty. What, why? What's wrong with Fez? Nothing. You're not going to find somebody on that uh, over 60 site that's nicer than Fez. No. He's loving. He's a loving man. He's a very good person. I mean, you're going to have so much fun keeping track of his meds. <laughs> you both said five years ago that you would get married. And Fez, you're ready to put, push your gayness apart and be in a hetero marriage? Um, I would be in a hetero marriage because that's what I promise. But I don't want to... Patty, you need to understand that I would still be searching for some gay companionship. Patty, it ain't going to happen. He's, He's all in search. He's all yours. You know what? I would let that be open for him to look for a companion. Whoa! Yeah. That's great! Progressive. So, yeah. and which might negate any marriage between us. Cause, no, it wouldn't. You know. Then you just use that in a divorce, and you get a little money for yourself. <laughs> that would be little... my motivation. Hey, you let the lawyer worry about that, not you, Patty. <laughs> Come on, Patty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah! Yay! 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 Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Pepper. I want to ask Fez a question. Yes. Hello? Hey, Fez, how long are you going to make Ron wait around to walk you down the aisle? Oh, I'm not walking him down the aisle now. This is a legitimate, uh, perfect uh, wedding. These two could get married in New Jersey, Alabama, Oklahoma. Fez has joined in to... The normal world and the way things are supposed to happen. With a, a nice female. You're not a freak wife. anymore, Fez. But that You're was, a good, normal person. But that was my dream since my father passed away that you would walk me down the aisle. Well, you're a man now. You go, Patty walks down the aisle. You're going to buy Patty a beautiful wedding dress. You'll be standing up there in a short tux. She has a sexy wedding dress on. <laughs> your bride to be. I'm sure Hard Rock Johnny will want to put this on. I'm sure O and A are going to want to be there. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we could do this during the O and A show at the Hard Rock. 
because, I mean, let's face it, Patty's like their little girl. Oh, they've raised her, man, from back in NEW days, mm -hmm. underneath that stairwell. And Fez is like someone I, you know, I met one time years ago and then haven't kept stayed in touch with. I mean, the real Fez, not this guy that shows up every day. And, Patty, you can wear white, and so can Fez. This is a fucking blonde-on-blonde -blonde wedding. Sick. What kind of ring are you giving her, Fez? Onion? I want you to be honest here. I want three carrots. I don't want to get in a fucking onion ring. A fat This rock. ain't the last fucking Sopranos. Look at that. That's what, that's what you want, right, Patty? Look at that thing. It's huge. Fucking blind you. It's nice. I'm Ain't no CZ either. Person, though. That's yeah. a fucking blood diamond. That comes yeah. attached with some severed fucking hands. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. You know, I'm not a jewelry person. I guarantee you, the happiest person there is going to be Fez's mom. Um, She'll... This is a dream come true for her. And uh, I'm going to get a hold of Opie, have him call his buddy Steven Singer, and we're going to get you a beautiful. Engagement ring. Like one that you deserve. Um, Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how about we get Dawn, Anthony's sister, to perform the ceremony? I would love that. Awesome. She does such a great job. Oh, man. There won't be a dry pants in the house. wonder if Pat Denunzio is available. Burner now, do down, 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 down. Yeah, we could just recycle Dave's wedding. What was that? That had to be around five years ago we did that, right? That probably is why we got into this conversation with these two. I think it was six. Really? Yeah, it was June 2006. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Man, we're just rushing on in time here. <laughs> oh, shit. Time is just spitting out. Um, I'll get a hold of Wiki. I know that he knows all the pretty things that we need. He knows the ins and outs of the winning game. Do you have a little Denunzio to rock? I used to travel in shadows and the nest and the nest of trash walk you go. Now I am a pen and nothing to tap to waste too much to lose. That's your song, Patty. Let Dave know it's not his song anymore. We're taking it back. I turn this shit off. Um, here's the other thing, Patty. And you said you'd be open if Fez wants to have like get a little side. Yeah, himself. we could have a long distance uh, marriage. Uh, you know, I'll be in Staten Island. He'll be in the village, and uh, we could, you know. You guys got to consummate it, though. It makes it legal. We could shake hands. Street legal. That'll be consummation. Yeah, <laughs> shake hands like bodily fluids. No. <laughs> Spit. No. You're losing it, Patty. It's gone. Fez is taking it from you. We're going to be like uh, fucking Apaches where he has to come out with a fucking <laughs> rug with their blood on it. And then we all start to chant and yell and drink. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be an Indian wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be Indians there. And Fez, just because you never really got the... Uh, chance to be gay. Uh huh. 
I'm going to make sure I hire a ring bear for you. So some big gay bear will come walking down with the rings. It's going to be beautiful. This is an exciting day. It is. It's an exciting day. I am so happy. Um, I already got hard rock Johnny. Johnny. I'm ready. We got the room. We're ready. Get the wedding planner, lady. I mean, Wiki, and uh, we can put together a nice little wedding. And I guess this lets me off the hook from when I got married to Fez in some chat room somehow, which yeah. is nice, too. I but, think I'm, I'm kind of happy about that as well. Nothing against you, Fez, but, you know. Now, um, you got Paul O married there. That didn't work. But the other wedding went fantastic. Yeah, the Dave be, uh, wedding has just been gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, I think we just, like you said, we can just recycle Dave's wedding. Hopefully, Fez will dress a little bit better than he did for that wedding. But, uh, he did dress like shit know. that day. Well, we were leaving on vacation right afterwards, and Rocks. I had told everyone was going in vacation wear. I was, it was he, June. I was in a tank top, short shorts, and Crocs. I remember yeah. the Crocs. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first time you met Fez, Patty? Do you think to yourself, I'm going to marry him someday? No. If we're both so desperate? No, it never crossed my mind. So you're definitely doing this wedding, right? Well, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so. beautiful. <laughs> she is so excited. <laughs> she is so excited. This is romance. And it's going to be real. And you guys are moving in together, and you're going to be happy together. That's going to be great. There'll be like some things, you know, dual income, no kids. It'll be, they'll have tons of money, be able to go out and do whatever they want. It's great. I got a feeling they're going to adopt. Can nice, adopt like... my cat? Oh, oh shit! Going. I'll tell you this. Fuck Skippy. You are in for it with the battle axe here, Fez. She's got a remark oh, for everything. The old ball and chain. <laughs> Alevi's my baby, so... Oh, that's nice. Well, watch her around Fez. Fez killed his cat. No. He said he took him upstate, but he killed it. He cut its head off. No. That's some weird ritual. You're going to be living in the West Village now. Did you like that? That would be great. I could have dual citizenship in Staten Island. Yeah, you don't have to tell the you-know-who government. (laughs) You still get your government apartment. That money, yo. (laughs) But... You'll be down in the West Village. You guys will be partying every night. You'll probably have one of those wine bottles that you melt the fucking wax all over. You have beads in front of your bedroom. You know, I mean, a couple of kids getting a fresh start in the village. Are you okay, Patty? In their first apartment. I heard you hack like that. And, uh, it always scares me. I know in an opera when that happens, the girl ends up dying. <laughs> Who's going to be your maid of honor? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Hmm. You don't have a best friend? I mean, I know a lot of people, but... <laughs> I I have a feeling that you're going to see so many people on Patty's side of the church. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Fez's side of the church. Do you think your family will come up for this, Fez? Think uh, your mom will be here? No, I doubt. Well, I guess it depends on when it is. But... Your mom is going to be ecstatic. Ecstatic. I will fly. I'll pay to fly your mother in, Fezzy. Whoa! Oh, damn! Baller. <clears throat> hey, could you also get him one of those hard rock um, honeymoons like you did for Dave? Uh, we could probably work it out. I'm 
resort on that, yeah. Right, we beautiful. have a, a nice new all-inclusive resort in Punta Cana we could send them to. They can I, go international. Sick. I need uh, your mom to take Patty dress shopping, too. I need those two to bond. And we already know Fez's best man, Paulo. Paulo's coming up. This is going to be fantastic. Uh, I'm so excited, Johnny. We've done it again. This is tremendous news. I'm very excited myself. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon with details. See you, boy. Five years ago to the day... These two said if they weren't with anyone else, they would get married. Well, Patty, your dreams have come true. You're getting married. You happy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of happy? Yeah. She's rubbing her hands. She's rubbing her hands. Just, just, this just is... like Fez. She rubs the same way as Fez. That'll be our vows. Oh, God. <laughs> Disgusting. Two fucking crickets. <laughs> um, here's Pat Rockaway. Here I'm on Fez. Hey, I just want to say congratulations and thanks for giving hope to all the lonely folk around the country. Uh, also, if this ceremony will happen in the Hard Rock, how about we get Bobo as Ring Bear and uh, Sandy Kane could be one of the maids of honor. Oh, not Sandy Kane. She's no, lost all please. privileges. She's I lost reject all her. She's lost all privileges. Done. Yeah, she did a very bad thing. Sorry. She's out. She's done with you. Yeah. That's it. Um, Billy in New Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Ron, Patty, Pepper, Fezzy. How's everybody doing? We're all great. Hi. Hi. Um, I have a moral conundrum. Well, oh no. Oh no. Right now. It's a it's moral a conundrum. 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 So uh, I'm on Twitter the other night, working like 6 in the morning, just bored, trolling. Meet this girl. Uh, she lies about her age, and I later find out she's 15. I'm 22 years old, and uh, I the, the thought has almost completely left my mind, but it's still it's still a little there, and I don't know what to do. About you being with a 15-year-old girl? Yeah. Well, just fantasize about uh, the court case and then showing up in prison and getting boned in the ass, because that's what's going to happen. Right, but what if, what if she had said to me, like, just promised that nothing would ever come of it and nobody would ever find out? Yeah, because you can trust 15-year-old girls. That's... So, uh, that's why no guys are in jail. So you're saying don't do it? Uh, I'm saying the obvious thing in the fucking world is not to do it, dude. I unless you want to go to jail and spend the rest of your life uh, fucking signing up places to let them know that you're a kid toucher. Because that's what you're going to be, a kid toucher. He's gone? Yeah, he probably thinks we're fucking, you know. Well... Getting his number. Wow. I mean, on a beautiful day like this, when we're doing a wonderful wedding, uh, a golden girl's wedding with these two. This is so exciting. Are you going to keep the mustache or shave it? Well, I, you know, it. I think if I can get it nice and shaped and handlebarry, I think it would look good in wedding photos. He thinks we're kidding. You're getting fucking married, dude. It could be a steampunk wedding. You're getting married. 
and you think I'm fucking joking, unless you really try to back out of it now, you're getting married. You put the deal out there. We have the tape. I don't want to waste time on the show again. This is a real wedding going down. And Patty, you're going to be very happy. I know that you look sad right now. But you're going to be very happy with Fez. She looks tremendously sad. Could you imagine if you had to marry you? Of course she's sad. Oh, I would never marry me. You'd rather marry Patty. I can't. I can't wait to send this to the Fez's Where Are They Now in his old high school thing. <laughs> Guess who's here in Wedding Bells? Um, here's uh, Billy. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. You should uh, have him get married on Flight uh, Benefits Boat down Key West. Uh, let's go over here to Bruce. Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I don't really see how this goes wrong for Fez. I mean, Patty doesn't like sex, so he won't have to worry about that. And if she cuts her hair short enough, she looks like a wafish little twink boy anyway. It's just right. I intend on growing my hair long. <laughs> now, now, you need to talk that over with your man. you got to remember, you're growing hair for two now, Patty. <laughs> All right, you don't just get to come and go as you please. Those days are over. But I like coming and going as I please. Yeah, I know you do. But guess what? You're married now. You made a deal with the devil. The devil wants your soul. You're in a pact. But I'm a Christian. I don't go for the devil. Why did you say five years ago, I will get married on if I'm not with anybody in five years? I don't know. I probably counted on being with somebody by then. You know, five years is a long time. It's years. And yet, how many dates have you had in five years? A couple. You know, just with friends. So, how, what base you get to? Uh, it wasn't that kind of a date. Just a date to go have fun, go to a movie, or out to eat. That's you, it. Did you kiss? No. Yeah, you will be now. Isn't... You're going to be doing a lot of fucking kissing. And touching. And fez. Rubbing. What, are you writing a Journey song over there? <laughs> this is going to be a great wedding. It's going to be hot. One thing this show is known for is great fucking weddings. Um, Mike, Virginia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Yeah, yeah. the caller with the, the moral conundrum. My buddy in the Rochester area is about to go to prison for four months because he couldn't say no to the hot little 15-year-old. So chew on that one. Four months. And all you gotta do is read the paper. They all tell their friends. Yep. They she all, told their mom. all tell their friends. You alright, Patty? What? Yeah, I'm okay. I say you just won't look like you were starting to puke a little bit thinking about Fez. <laughs> no. I just have asthma and the cold weather bothers it. Hey, you got a place down in Florida now. You'd be staying <laughs> with be Mama Watley. No, but you'll be going down there you can winter there. You and Mama Watley. Oh, but I work, I, but, you know, my job, I have to go to work. There's Starbucks there, Patty. Maybe you can get a transfer. No, I like where I am better. You know how to make iced coffee? Yeah. You sell a lot of that in Florida. Um, I, well, think, I like where I am better. Patty, there's a gator in the bushes calling your name. You better get ready to head on down there. Not going to Florida. I would think Fez would have her as like a kept woman, so she wouldn't have to work. Oh, yeah, no right. wife of his is working. I don't know. You don't have to live in the same place. You know, there's long-distance marriages. You're very stubborn on all this. <laughs> Are you excited for real, Fez? 
Uh, you know this what? gets everybody off your back now because you'll be married. And you never were gay. That never happened. I have. I am gay. I haven't had gay sex. I haven't had any sex. You never were gay. And now you don't have to worry about going to hell. And you guys can vote for uh, Chris Christie in a couple of years. Perfect. Uh, he would gladly marry you in New Jersey. Wherever you need to go. Uh, not a big Chris Christie fan. You know, I don't like what he did to people who have worked for the Port Authority and their pensions said that they get to travel free over the bridge and then he takes back all these people's passes that have given hey. 30, 40 years of service. You know, things like that I don't Patty, like. stop worrying. You're part of the 13% now. You're with Fez Watley, okay? Things are going to start going your way. All right? You're going to be living large. You're going to be farting through silk, Patty. The way you always dreamed. Does that feel good? No more working? No, I want to work. I make an honest living. Mm. You know? I'd rather stay with where I am. Do you feel like kissing Fez right now? No. <laughs> just, just give him a little kiss. No. Just a little one. It'll be mostly mustache. <laughs> She's shy for her wedding night. <laughs> and Fez, since you were almost gay, maybe the first time anal, you know? And you could fucking tape a picture of One Direction on her back. Uh, um, Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I hate to sound unromantic in such a, a beautiful time, but Fez, man, you better lock down a pretty good prenup. Ain't gonna work for him. This is New York. I don't know if those ever work. Look at John Cleese. He's fucking selling old money python hats. He's getting killed. That's fucking depressing. This fucking guy. Selling his old memorabilia for like a thousand pounds or whatever. And it's not even like he's getting giant cash for it. He's just selling whatever he can. Do you know how weird this is for me, Pep? Fez is getting married. Did you ever see this it one sounds coming? Sounds crazy to me, too. Did yeah. You... Yeah, I've been waiting for yeah, fucking yeah. the last six months for this to fucking, this date. I had it circled. I knew they were lying five years ago. I know they're lying now. I'm going to fucking send them straight down to pick up the marriage license, though. You guys are getting blood tests. You can't sit around and lie like this, Patty, and get away with it. What? You can't. We have you lie, you can't lie on the air to us. We have the audio. You made a verbal contract. But I, I just, I didn't think it would be real. Fez loves you. More than anything. He wants to spend the rest of his life with you. And the next six to seven months are going to be unbelievably romantic. And then we have the Fez funeral. You're dressed in black. It'll be uh, it'll be just so fucking nice. Uh, why a funeral? I don't get that. I have a blockage. You're gonna bust that. Oh. You're gonna bust that heart well, when you start riding that. Yeah, you know, I have a thyroid problem. Oh <laughs> uh, no yeah, wonder got... you two are so much in love. <laughs> what is it? I that? got a bandage on my throat because I had to get four needles in my neck. See here, I thought you swallowed a battery. I saw that lump on there. Yeah. We'll just exclude the word health from the vows and just go with sickness. <laughs> I take you in sickness. Uh, Mike, in Tennessee, you're on the Run of Fed show. 
Yeah, I'm a gay man from uh, Nashville, and I want to propose to Fed to force him to make a choice between a gay man or marrying Stalker Patty just to complete a deal he made five years ago. Whoever uh, either one of them would, would be with, they would be unhappy anyway. These are the two oldest living asexuals outside of the Catholic Church. They're getting married. They promised us on the air. And now it's going to happen. To the day five years ago. I would love Shower Bench to be your maid of honor. It's Fez's best friend. Shower Bench? And voting partner. You're going to be careful when you get in the shower. There's going to be a bench in there. Fez likes to sit down in the shower. And I believe shit. You two will probably be shower. Ew. Yeah, he's gross. Ew. Yeah, he's very gross. Yuck. I don't do that in my shower. But Fez does, though. So we're... Wear fucking work boots when yeah, you win there. There's a place for that. It's called a laetrine or toilet bowl. <laughs> laetrine. Laetrine. <laughs> Fez, uh, you forgot to shit in the toilet bowl. It's toilet bowl and tuna fish salad sandwich. And Fez is being so agreeable going with it because in the back of his mind, he thinks it won't happen. It's happening. You know, two minds think alike. <laughs> Guess what? Pips? Call downtown and see what it takes to get uh, a marriage certificate. All right. Because that's the next fucking move we're making. And we put this gig together at the Hard Rock. It's going to be huge. And you start sporting around a Steven Singer on your... uh, You're going to go from I hate Steven Singer to I hate Fez Watley. (laughs) That oh, shit's going to be fucking shining. I don't hate anybody. That's nice. Not even the Taliban? Oh, well, I hate evil. Well, you're marrying it. And I hate the bad, so... You're marrying it. <laughs> I'm going to make love to it, too. Do you like tuna fish salad sandwiches? Because um, Fez makes those. It's not my favorite food, though. I don't really eat Do a lot Do you like black meat. and white TV? I like colored TV. That's, that's a problem. Well, sometimes you can watch a different world then, if you want to. Now, do you like wrestling? No. Um, perfect. Do you like Batman? Eh, it's for the kids. I, I don't take uh, superheroes. You know? Oh, shit. You're going to have a lot of trouble with your... We don't have much to base this marriage on. Why? You guys have a lot in common. Like? You both made a deal five years ago. There's a pact. What's the common... That's it. You both were stupid enough to think that your lives would get better within five years. But my life is very good now. I'm very happy. But why did you agree to it five years ago, Patty? But I didn't know what was going to happen, and uh, I didn't take it seriously. No, here's what you think you could do. You thought you could lie and get away with it. Well, no, I thought it was just a bit. There's there's no such thing as bits. (laughs) There's never been a bit, ever. Everything is real. Chris Stanley's an alcoholic. Like, yeah, I'm Beatles fucked up said a lot. nothing is real. Yeah, and then he got shot in the head. You want to end up like that, Patty? Oh, no, nobody's out to hurt me. Oh, yeah. not with your man watching you. <laughs> this is exciting stuff. Unbelievable. Um, we forgot to put together any kind of Super Bowl deal. But I saw the Lizette's fire 
uh, gang did. So we should probably just piggyback on their deal. What did they do? They put together some kind of Super Bowl contest. (laughs) And uh, we'll come up with a prize for it. We'll just piggyback in. It's kind of cool. I like gambling. I know you do. Where's theirs at? Uh, this is no concern of yours, Fez. Right now, you're going to start working on a bachelor party, and you're going to need bigger digs in the suburbs. Uh, Barbara, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, guys. I love you guys. Just want to say that. But also, I wanted to ask, who's going to be throwing the bouquet? And also, Fez, are you going to be able to take the girdle off of, uh, you know, of your wife? They're each wearing one. Here's the deal with Fez. Fez is now officially going to be a straight man involved in a straight Christian marriage. One that will be accepted by the church and city, state, and county of New York. Totally 100% legal. I'll be street a married legal. man, but I'll still be a gay man. Guess what? Well, he is what he is. Right. He can have as much gay sex as he's been having. Don't even worry about it, Patty. You don't have to worry about him out running around because he doesn't. Friday and Saturday nights, he's going to be where he always is. Right at home with you. Hearing about your Starbucks day. Like, what? Are you selling that many lattes now? That guy was a dick to you. And, hey, you should keep your change cup next to you because there's no reason for you to share if you're doing all the work. You know, somebody to support you in this shit that you're mad about. And play Beatles trivia with. Like, right now, how many Beatles were there? Four. There you go. (laughs) You beat it right away, Fez. Yeah, I didn't know the answer to that one. (laughs) Here's the next question. Did the Beatles make any albums? Yes. Boom. 2-0 right now. $35 for the fee. To get the marriage license. And what do we got to do? What do they got to bring there? Oh, well, we can start the process online right now. Perfect. That, that's fucking, you know, that's easy. Patty, start. what are you making big eyes about? This bed's going, this is happening. You agreed to it. Bride. I wish everybody could see her eyes right now. They're fucking great. They're gigantic. <laughs> oh, look who's in love. Okay. I'm a little insulted. Why? Because Patty doesn't seem to be overly thrilled with this. And you are? I, I I'm not thrilled, but I'm willing to go through with it because I promised. Ethnicity, white. Mm. Put Scottish, just to be sure. Okay. I don't know if that counts as white. Scottish isn't a fucking option. Birth date, Fez? 331. I need a year. year. I need a year. You got to go way back for that, too. Roll it way back. All right. uh, Aught four. (laughs) Just go with 79. Occupation. (laughs) Is that your age, really, Fez? No. No, I'll only put 1904 because they might think it's 2004 and a fucking baby's trying to get fucking. Um, Here's uh, Glenn. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Centaur, you secondary producer. Where's the original audio? Fuck off. We already played it. The audio fucking... What, what the fuck does this even mean? It was the audio from the day. Fucking January 25th, 2008. Wow. Uh, Dennis, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Hey, guys, I, I think Fezzi may have lied about his secret. Based upon the things you rattled off that he likes, tuna fish salad sandwiches, wrestling, and Batman, I think he may be a pedophile and not gay. Um, I am not a kid toucher. He's a nothing toucher. I hope toucher. I don't have to say that at the wedding. He's a patty toucher. That's all. all right, I need um, parent information, too, from everyone here. Uh, only one between the two parents. parties. Okay. This is very exciting. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Patty, how you doing? All right. That's good. Hey, Fezzy? Yes? Um, I'm going to come through. I'm going to come through for you in St. Louis here, for St. Louis. I will volunteer to be Patty's side dick. That way you don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of it for you. See if uh, Sam's still down in the office. I know he just went through a big wedding, and his uh, was gangbusters from what I understand, what I saw online. I don't normally go to weddings, but I'm going to yours. Um, have either of you guys had any previous marriages? No. No. Okay, next. They got to get a blood test still. And a mud test. You know what that is, Patty? No. You're shit in a cup. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fez holds the cup while you do it. No, no, no. That's not necessary. It is necessary if you really want to. <clears throat> Two brides. <laughs> I need your birth date, Patty. June 4th. That's okay. <laughs> Who was president? Just tell us that much. Eisenhower. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm like 48 or something. Sam, first of all, oh, the time... <laughs> Sam, of course, everybody knows from uh, Sam and Than show. <laughs> Seems to be doing great. Uh, um, five years ago, these uh-huh. two kids said on this date that if they didn't find anybody else, they would marry each other. We play the audio. It's ready to happen. We Here's a couple of things we need from you. Okay. I, I already got the hard rock to do this. I'd like to do it during uh, the ONA show. I like to get into one of those nice Steven Stingers deals. You got a little something for her. Yeah. I'm going to say eighth carrot. Eight carrot? Eighth. Oh, eighth. Just yeah. something, you know, giant diamond chip. Gotcha. You know, just a nice diamond chip. Could we get a CZ? Uh, we're going to get some live music. Um, you were at Dave's wedding, right? Yeah, it was great. You remember how it went? Amazing. I need you to do a lot of footwork on this, though. And I really like to have it because I feel like I'm bringing the groom. Oh, and I are bringing the bride. I want them putting out money for this. I'm not paying okay. all now, this cash. Do you want, like, Anthony giving her away? Um, whatever they choose, but I think that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, if you could get a Vanilla Ice to sing. I know you guys are very close. We have a relationship with him, yeah. That would work. Um, I'd be willing to bring back the old match game show, the dirty match game show. Oh, wow. That went over so big that time. But we can turn this into full festival Bez, you agreed to this? I have agreed. I agreed five years ago, it was a deal. and I am sticking to it. Yeah, it no. was a deal. And you agreed to, Patty? Well, a deal is a deal. A deal is a deal. Holy <laughs> this is the worst shit. proposal ever. But... Seriously, it's all working. And I'm saying this right now. Total shoot. 
Yeah. Total shoot. Now, you just went through your wedding. Yeah. Are we missing anything? Well, have you guys thought about the cake? We haven't fucking even given the cake a thought. Because that's a big thing for any wedding. It's not just having the cake, but everybody loves to see the cutting of the cake. Right. You know, Fez and Patty feeding each other the cake and all that. Here's the problem. Fez is a diabetic, so he's going to just have to act like he's eating cake. Uh, Pick up the cake, and then I'm going to hand you a cracker and just start to chew on that. (laughs) A wheat thin. Patty, do you have a type of cake that you like? I like ice cream cake. All right, that's perfect. We'll go to Carvel, pick up a fudgy the whale. I also, I mean, I got it next to the ice sculpture so it doesn't melt. Yeah. I don't know if you had your heart set on just a band like a vanilla ice, Mm -hmm. but. Talk to me. I'm very good friends with DJ Who Kid. I'm a bit, you know, I'm more old school. I'm Drew Boogie. Uh But I know that Who Kid is. Really, the up and coming guy with the, with the kids right now. Yeah, well, I mean, he's you know he's fifty cents DJ, mm-hmm. but I'm sure fifty wouldn't mind loaning who kid to us for a wedding like It'd this. It'd be great if fifty could show up and do candy shop. <laughs> Is that your song, Patty? What would your song be, Patty? Right now. <clears throat> I mean, I what's the most know. romantic I... song ever? Because candy shop to me feels like a first dance type of song. What about Magic Stick? <laughs> the little Kim remix. Sure. Uh, I like Roy Orbison. Okay. Oh. Crying. So, uh, let's <laughs> mean, no, you know yeah. it's going to be Pretty Woman. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Here she comes. I like Blue Angel. It's um, an instrumental. I was hoping for I'm a real American. <laughs> oh, that is good. You know what? At my wedding, what got mm. a lot of people, what, it touched a lot of people. Is writing our own vows. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And, it, I mean, you just talk about how much you mean to each other personally and how you've affected each other's lives and where you're going together. How b- nervous you both are about sex. <laughs> uh, this is a good thing to bring Sam in because it's great to have a girl's p- perspective on this. Well, I, uh, but you planned your whole wedding like a girl. No, just did most of the planning. I was just there so I can relate to you what the girl did. Let me just ask you, the night of your yeah. wedding, you yeah. and Jess, right? Yeah. Did you get her? I did. Wow. I did, as a matter of fact. Oh, shit. We were intimate. Twice or just once? Just the once. Just one time. What positions? Because I want to go over all this for Fez. Well, I mean, I don't know. Fairly traditional positions. Okay. Not, nothing crazy. Patty, you agree with that? You want to go traditional that night? I like it as traditional as possible. Ass to ass, we get a double-headed dildo? Easily. That's done. <laughs> but I'll say, you know what spices up a wedding night is mm. some sexy lingerie. Okay. And, Perfect. I mean, Fez doesn't know for sure what he likes. I don't think Patty knows for sure. So that's something that might want to be modeled ahead of time. And some of us, the friends and family, could pick it out. We also... All right. Oh, and I, I want them to pay for the wedding. It's all going to be gig stuff. But I'm going to do the bachelor party myself, and all you guys oh, invited. That's going to be great. Yeah. Where are you going to do the bachelor party? It's hard rock. Oh, you okay. know, um... <laughs> you okay, Patty? Yeah. Um... Are you getting excited about this? Because I'm fucking starting to freak out about it. And I'm total shoot on this, total seriousness. I don't know if I want to do it in the cold. I'd like to do it maybe in the spring. Um, I wonder if we should get a hold of Rob for this right away. Let's 
See if he's fucking in some SXMU meeting or... Jesus Christ, the way he is with them. Channel of the future. I'd love for the for the company to come up with a beautiful present for these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, didn't Dave and his beautiful wife got a honeymoon out of it? Yeah, they got a honeymoon. Trip to we, Vegas. Yeah. Because we had... Uh, <laughs> You know, Wiki's checkbook in those days. <laughs> that guy's a wedding planner. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that guy. Who's going who's gonna to marry them? Well, we've always done really great with Aunt's uh, sister. Yeah. Um, and she writes kind of her own vows. She's like some kind of Unitarian preacher. So she goes way off with this. I just knew that Fez had always said that his dream was to be married by the Reverend Slick. Slick still alive? Oh yeah, those weddings never work out. Well, someone <coughs> always breaks through the ring. Don't go Wait, into this when negative. Is WrestleMania in WrestleMania is April. I mean, the first weekend of April, so yeah. it might still be a little wintry, but that is kind of. I like the idea of an April thing, and then that we do it in the morning, and then we send them over to WrestleMania. Yeah, call Vince, get us some tickets. I want that taken care of. Okay, just like Groundhog's Day. Hmm? When Bill Murray gave the couple wedding uh, tickets to WrestleMania as their wedding gift. And who was the uh, groom in that wedding? I'll give you a hint. We had him on the show before. I don't know. Ah, see? That's the kind of stuff you're going to need to know if you want to get married. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously, are you excited? Are you excited? Um, I'm, I'm over the moon about it. This is great. This now, is just this, like Downton Abbey. It is kind of like that. <laughs> now, Everything to you is like Downton Abbey. I know, it's crazy, Good, right? Though. Did you hear the tape that we played, though? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to play what, that play? one more time. This was five years ago. Uh, I guess we oh, were... were they, is this, wait, is this where they agreed to... Yeah, on this very day. Wow. On this very day five years ago... Uh, you ready to play it again? Right, here we Could go. Did you ever no. see yourself with Fez, Patty? I mean, as people that are great, you'll... <laughs> All right. But Patty and Fez, why don't you do this? If you two aren't with anyone else in, let's say, five years, would you two get married? I'll go in on that. What? <laughs> <laughs> pack with Patty. <laughs> it would be cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Five years. Five years from today. 2013, my yeah. lucky year. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it all ends in 2012. <laughs> Fez is going to be at home. Come on, Mayans. <laughs> Come on, Mayans. All right, Fezzy. You got five years. All right. And that's all you got. Right. You got five years. All right. So here was the deal. We didn't even say they had to marry anyone. They just had to date <laughs> once in five years. The devil wants his due now. There was a rom-com about this thing, right? Wasn't there a movie like this last year? There was there's like always, the same uh, yeah, thing. There's always these things that pop up and it's considered the backup plan or something like yeah. that. At Patty, you got to put a smile on your face. You look so depressed. Don't be so sad. <laughs> Patty, you're getting married. This is Finally. Great. Where's the wedding? Hard Rock. Um, <laughs> we've got the Hard Rock. Now, the ONA show is going to handle the wedding. <laughs> the Ron and Fez show, because the bride, this is their little girl, the Ron and Fez show is going to handle the bachelor party. If I know Johnny, we can do both on the same day, even if we need to. Perfect. Oh, you're thinking it's part of one four-hour chunk. Yeah, why not? I don't <laughs> you, know? Go, you know, 
We want to go over four hours. You guys no. squeeze it in between lunch and dinner, right? Well, we might have to do eight hours between both our shows. It True. might be an eight-hour <laughs> wedding. Um, what do you think is the best band that we could get for this? Because I'd like to have bands coming out. I mean, I'm not saying I want it to be Woodstock, but I'd love it if it was Woodstock 99, like that kind of firepower. Uh, I mean, Sam's got some connects with Loverboy. I get you Loverboy. Dude. I get you the Antlers. First of all, you had me at Loverboy. Lover okay, Boy, sorry. Right? <laughs> yeah, That's Lover Boy. fucking strong. I think a good like, air supply would be a rad wedding band. That's more be romantic great. than that. Loverboy was the first band to play live on After Opie and Anthony Live, so we have like, that connection going. All right, that's nice. Yeah. Can we get them to do the hits? I don't want to hear anything new, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they they came in here. La- they get it, because last time they came in and they tried to do something new, and I said, why don't we do everybody's working for the weekend? And they did it. So <laughs> yeah, they did it. Dad. <laughs> so it's settled then. Loverboy, Hard Rock, this would be a great wedding. And are we thinking WrestleMania weekend? I would think if we can. I don't know if that's rushing it too much. Because so i got to go through Johnny mm-hmm. because he's got that. What, what am I saying? Oh, and I have to go through Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, you know... What's the pride? It's tra- you're a traditionalist, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah, and I don't want to put a... You know what I mean? I the money thing. Let's break up that Opie Strong box that he has. <laughs> I know he's been putting some money away. Right. <laughs> for when his little girl yeah, finally grows up. For when up. his little girl finally gets married. You're going to be out of the house soon. Patty, who gives you away then? Do you want Opie to give you away or Anthony? Norton. It doesn't matter Or to maybe me. Jim, since you've been... I mean, physically, you've been more intimate with Jim Norton than anybody else. <laughs> How far did she go with Jim? She touched. Oh, she, well, you should tell God. him, Patty. What did you touch on, Jim? There was over 800 people in the room, too. Yeah. Record. What did you touch oh, on God. him? Say it. I forgot about that. What, did, what, did, what part? Which part of his body? Uh, I'm not going to I forgot was all it, about it. Was it his penis? I forgot all about was it. it? I don't remember. This is very I awkward to do out. in front of oh, a fiance. I'm sorry. You're, I'm sorry. Sorry. You're, you're, right. you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. We won't bring that up again, Patty. So <laughs> it not, was, not, it was wa- penis, not white at the wedding, then. <laughs> you can't go white after you've touched Jim Norton's Jim penis. You know what? Let's go beige. <laughs> it's probably more appropriate. Yeah, where did you guys, uh, what did you guys end up doing with your wedding dress? We still have it. Well, hey. Jess has it. Patty. Something borrowed. Patty yeah, something down. borrowed. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and that night, like an Apache wedding, she has to come out with the rug and blood on it. And then we all cheer and then we all start to start a like war party. Blood part. That happens. You're gonna it's going to hurt, Patty. It's Fez. <laughs> and he's gonna come in there. Tear that shit up. <laughs> and Fez, I promise you. At least one gay dancer will be at the at the bachelor party. Thank you. I have to tell and again, you, the bloody rug will come out. This whole event that you guys have planned is making the gay off look stupid. <laughs> the gay off could have been the bachelor party. Say that's too bad. I didn't mean to dumb it down. <laughs> All right. I get that. Why do you always get your feelings hurt? Just let it dangle. We're all all the families are coming together now. This is going to be great. It is going to be great. I just I hope we're not missing anything. Let me think. Now I don't know how you guys Sponsors. feel about. Ap- <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of room for that. Plenty of room for that. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about appetizers, mm-hmm. 
potato skins are oh. really big over there. And it seems to be what the kids are into now. And you know what a hard rock I've always been partial to is the chicken fingers. Sure. I don't know if that's something we want to do for the cocktail hour mm-hmm. or just the meal. God, this is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be really one of the best weddings of all time. I think this is going to be the place of 2013. And I would like to say that all the listeners are invited, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to win tickets. That's right. <laughs> I wow. would love to just do something over the top that's never taken place at any wedding before. Some kind of stunt. Something big that people are going to go, I never expected to see that in my life. Who kid could get some booty models? You that know, might just be nice. Chicks with big asses and thongs. I don't know if that's something we were thinking, but if he was the wedding DJ, yeah, that'd be easy. I don't want to turn this too black. Uh, okay, okay. Fez's mom's going to be there. All right. And already she's going to hate who kid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. Sure. She will. Sure. She already had comments about the inauguration last <laughs> I know. She's awake. Oh, you know what? Come on, the fuck? What she said was wrong. She actually looks, she's like, is Cornelius finally getting, like, I've seen that movie. I know Planet of the Apes. It's not what they're doing. <laughs> Jesus. She makes her little remarks all the time. But still, we will respect the families. You know, it's your right. guys' way. It's your guys' day, after all. One of you has got to get a Pinterest going. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Well, you got to have one of those. That's the outfits, cakes, Follow flowers. everybody, yeah, so everybody will be able to yeah, follow at home. Nice wall photos. Yeah. So exciting. I think we've got it. Here's Scott. Scott, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron and Fez. Um, I know we've had kind of like an agreement, but we haven't even heard like an actual proposal. I proposed and I got a... Fez, why don't you do it officially? Sexily. (laughs) And what are you doing way over there? This is your bride-to-be. Walk over there. We can make a ring out of the bottom of this cup. Perfect. Cool. I mean, this is a temporary ring, Patty. This is not going to go on like this. Hang on, Fez, not yet. All right. And Hold Fez, on. I want you to say this seriously. Is this is a shoot? Before we start this, this is 100% true. You'd be willing to do this. This is 100% true that I am willing to do this. Hmm, it's a great idea. Okay. Somewhere How are we coming on the uh, coffee cup ring? Perfect. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's a little actually. gaudy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's too good for your girl. <laughs> Look how hard it was for the deal down. <laughs> Wait do you see getting up. <laughs> Stalker Patty Brooks, would you please do me the honor, I guess, WrestleMania weekend, first weekend in April, to join me in holy matrimony at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City's Times Square, the crossroads to the world. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my God! Did I put it on the right finger? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's fantastic, Fez. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> this is on. This is on. And I got a little iPhone video, so that, that way, during the reception... 
when we do the slideshow of all the pictures of them together, oh, we throw in the proposal see. and everybody gets misty-eyed. Oh, oh, a multimedia package. Exactly. That's great. I hadn't thought idea. of that. That is a great idea. All right, done deal. Done deal. I can't time. wait. Congratulations, you two. It's exciting for all of us. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, Rob. Congratulations, Patty. Oh, thank you. Like we say after every proposal, we're going to break now. And... Uh, we, uh, we'll be back with your reactions. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Fez show. Fucking YouTube. Fucking YouTube. I thought we had the world's biggest library or whatever. Oh, no. This, this stuff ain't in there. <laughs> it's got every song ever done. I can name a bunch. Um, it is the Ron and Fez show. Excitement level. And this, you really doing this, Fez? Yes, I agreed to it five years ago that I would marry Stalker Patty if, if either one of us, uh, if both of us had not been dating. The only thing this uh, leads to right now is whether her radio parents are willing to pay for it. Because I don't see why I should be paying for the groom. That is not how things are done. Thank you, Chris. You never backed me up before, but you have this time. You're welcome. And you know what? This also gives you a chance to drink at, at work. Love doing that. You know, I hate to ruin a beautiful day like this, but I'm looking at this thing that you brought up. Lizette's Fire set up this Super Bowl contest for Ron and Fez fans on I ESPN. I brought it up earlier, yeah. Uh, I was going to do this exact hey, same thing. Let's not turn it into a negative day. I was going to do this with the iBang. Well, it's the same thing. They're the iBang, too. And now it got stolen. Shh, Patty's back. This is her day. Patty, you went and got a coffee and a nice free pretzel for yourself? Yeah, I usually put a quarter in, but I forgot to bring change. Oh, yeah, nice. But I always still, you should. Um, here's uh, Andy in Cleveland. You're on the run of the show. Hey, guys. Uh, I was just considering, you know, if you guys need a wedding singer, uh, yeah, I was just going up with a little something. Fezzy, Stalker Patty, it's time to sing. Let the church bells ring. <laughs> Kids, I think you two will have a happy home. It's a better plan than two virgins that die alone. Although neither one of you has had a bone. I wish you all the best, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'd love to have you at the wedding. But Owen, I think you suck. So that's a problem. I'm going to have to work that out with Patty's family. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, I'm available. All right. Yeah. Maybe the bachelor party. No doubt about Perhaps. it. Perhaps. All right, Andy. Okay. 
Because I this becomes that type rope that you walk. Uh, Hicks, uh, you want to tell us something about Internet Explorer? Internet Explorer, the <coughs> Windows br- um, browser of choice, has a new uh, ad campaign called Child of the 90s. You might not remember us, but we met in the 90s. We are members of Generation Y, as in yin-yang, yo-yo. Life moved a little slower. Dial-up modems. Discs were square. Desktop folders had personality. Extra storage space was just a zipper away. There was only one social network, but most of your friends died of dysentery. The only thing buzzing in your pocket was a pet. Tamagotchis. Until that died, too. But at least the troll was still a friend. Lunch was a puzzle, not a picture. You were pumping jams, water, shoes. You didn't have to worry about a news feed full of farming. So what are they selling in this? Um, Internet Explorer. You, it's still cool. You're growing up. In, you grew up in the 90s and so did we. The people, nice. the people they're pitching this to, people who grew up in the '90s, they don't want anything to do with Internet Explorer. It's the very people that are never going back to it. What's the problem with Internet Explorer? It's considered old and slow, as opposed to your Firefoxes and your Google Chromes, which are seen as better, faster browsers to look at shit on the internet. Basically, but it's the '90s, dude. You know, I know. it's a different time. Yeah. It's it's the it's the time that's gone. It's over now. Internet Explorer's done. It's it's boys to men. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's Mariah Carey. Uh huh. But uh, it's everything that we loved back then. The Steinfeld show. <laughs> Seinfeld. I'm of the Commodore sixty four generation. Boom. <laughs> oh my god, that's old. That's so old. Yeah, what my phone holds would take uh, two rooms with a huge uh, computer in the 60s and 70s to handle about what the 90s. your phone about the 90s. can handle. Oh, shit, Chris. What? Mrs. Watley not playing games with you. Yeah, your fiance. Oh, God, is, is that rough. still weird for you to hear, Mrs. Watley? Patty Watley. <laughs> Patty, your real name, Patty Hillier. <laughs> Or maybe you should take Stalker and you'd be the Stalker Fez. It's Stalker Fez and Patty Watley. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Stalker Watley. <laughs> They're up doing it right now. Boom, boom, boom. Getting it. Getting it. Getting it. it. Loving it. <laughs> Sucking it all up. I just think that 90s ad has a lot of nerve claiming the yo-yo. Well, the yo-yo thing got... Huge in the '90s with the yo-yo tricks and fucking people in my high school would constantly have yo-yos. Everyone had yo-yos. Like the yo-yo fucking blew the fuck up back again in the '90s. We and had same walking in the 80s and '70s and yeah, '60s. We had walking the dog in the '60s and oh, '70s. Oh shit! No, I'm talking Tell about him, the yo-yo oh. when you're walking the dog. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, here's Jack in Long Island. You're on the Manifest Show. Hi guys! Congratulations, first of all, to the wonderful couple. Thanks. And I just wanted to say that I own a florist on Long Island, and I want to do the flowers. Would you uh, I think that would be fantastic. We're going to take your information, and this will really help out O&A, because I know they're going pretty deep in pocket for this. This yes. will cut out one cost. You know? 
All right, hold on. Because that hard rock will cost you a pretty penny. Johnny, don't play around. Oh, boy, it's going to be so nice. It's going to be so great. <laughs> this is coming together really nicely. You finally got a twink, Fez. You finally got yourself a twink. Nice, hairless little twink. Stalker Patty. To do whatever you want with. That's right. Because that is fucking the pact between you two. So make sure Jack in Long Island's taken care of. What's your fl- favorite uh, flower pet? pet? Roses. Oh, it's a little expensive. How do you feel about daisies and weeds? Daisies are better looking than weeds. Well, they're going to go together. I mean, it's going to be mostly weeds, but then some daisies. Um, Rich, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, a million bucks as usual. Um, I, what I'm, I have a serious question here. Fez, you took. You know, a long time in coming out. We were, everyone's proud when you came out. How do, you, do, you, do you not think that there's going to be any backlash as for the last couple of years you've been promoting, you know, your cause? And, and um, the gay community, I mean, you know, you got print, you got media, and you're, you're marrying a woman out of uh, because of something you said five years ago. I understand you, know, you being a deal is a deal. Patty said it. A deal is a deal. I, and I the gay community is going to end up losing someone who they never really took in, did they? I don't see Fez in his 11 months having a bunch of gay friends. No. Particularly even moving to the West Village and not making a single gay friend. Well, wouldn't you say, though, that Fez himself coming out being gay, you know, and taking his time with this whole thing as he has. I would say it, this is a prime example of what gays talk about with marriage, of being able to marry who you want to marry. Well, why would you marry Stalker Patty when you could go to another state, marry a man, come back to New York and live? Someone actually even wrote this, which I thought was interesting. Maybe this will get Fez out of the house to meet somebody having Patty there every night. And what does he do? Divorce Patty and then Patty's all of a sudden out of it? I mean, No, I, they have I, an open marriage. Yes. Open marriage. Sometimes oh. Patty likes to watch two guys have anal, right, Patty? I, oh, I don't watch. Uh, I, I'm not going to watch any guy. Well, you, can, you know what, make Rich? Sandwiches, you can yeah, piss buddy. all over this all you want to, but it's happening. I they think, made a deal. I think he doesn't get the idea of marriage equality. This is marriage inequality. The old way that it used to work. The shower bench way. One man, one woman, one priest, one love. Did I disappoint you? Leave a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> you act like you never had love. And now Patty and Fezzy are supposed to do without. They made a bet five <laughs> years ago. Um, I hate to say bad stuff about your chick, um, but this is... Uh, Really becoming a problem. I'm hearing more and more stuff about her past. Oh, like God. what? I know. I'd like to know. <laughs> People are writing things in. Apparently, she's not as virginal as she lets on. Patty, who are you fucking around with? No, well, it's Patty. not like she rolled around in syrup or honey to get cash stuck to her at any point. <laughs> Don't judge. Yeah, well, Fezzy. that I did. 
Oh, but don't <laughs> judge. Oh, oh. That's the last oh, thing you want to do right now. Yeah. You've got to accept all of her, warts and all. <laughs> oh, I don't have any warts. All right, so just the accept the and all. Uh, Shane in Texas, you're on Run Fez. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. Hey, uh, is it possible that maybe they'd consider uh, adopting Pepper? That way, if uh, Patty and Fez die or something, that Pepper can in- inherit the estate? That's up to them. I, I mean, don't intend to die. What? I have a what? feeling she'll live, for, she'll live for a long time. She'll I want to live to my triple digits. But if you even hit 100 pounds, I really would like to know what it's going to be like for the end of the century and to see the advances that come about, you know. We just saw the end of a century. Yeah, I know. I'd it's like to see another difference. one. All right, so Wait. you're basically wanting to live to be 150 years old. Why not? How's that they already happen? have the person that's going to live th- The person that's going to live to be 1,000 has already been born. That's what they say. Bullshit. <clears throat> oh, you okay, Patty? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. As l- no, I don't. As long as the asthma doesn't get to me. What's your way now? You're going to be smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go over here to Nicole. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, guys. You are not doing a great job pumping Patty up. Patty, you should be, like, super excited. Dress shopping, the bachelorette party. Maybe aunts can get you set up down in Atlantic City. Wedding shower, you're going to get all sorts of gifts and money and just party, and you get to be princess for the day. Hmm. It, it hasn't hit me yet. I'll tell you this, she's, she feels better about it than she did an hour ago when she first heard the news. You now she's laughing, looking up. Before, she was just like, dour, man, come on. Yeah, now look at her. She's drinking coffee. She's bubbly. She's getting excited. If she needs jewelry, I can set her up. So, what what kind of jewelry you got? Uh, like bridal jewelry, we do custom pieces. Uh, for now brides. we're talking. Now we're talking. Like a tiara. Uh, hold on. We're gonna put you on hold here. It's all coming together the way we wanted it to. No, I just gotta find that ice cream cake. Um. The uh, I already heard from Molly's. They would love to do cupcakes for this. Wow! They also do a cupcake wedding cake that they say is spectacular. That makes. But right now they don't make a nice uh, cream cake. Their carrot muffins are great. A carrot cake would be acceptable. All right, acceptable. Now Jesus. we're at this thing. Bridezilla. Fez, no offense here. Uh-huh. Your chick is fucking driving me nuts. <laughs> well, we we'll have to do a tasting. I think that's what they do before you commit to a certain kind of wedding cake. Yeah. Um, I never knew that. So what do you do? You go down to the Maui's and you keep eating until your fucking sugar explodes? We have explodes. one cupcake after another until this, we decide this see, is the way we want to go. This is a go. fucking nightmare. This is a goddamn nightmare. And I knew it. Started out so nice. Did it? Because it, it felt shitty to me from the beginning. No, we had the audio, and then they agreed, sort of. Yeah, and then it got worse and worse and worse. Like DJ Who Kids DJing this thing? Ken, uh, you know, don't just push your friends on me. Let's go for something big. No offense, but okay, O&A can do better than DJ Who Kid. They had fucking vanilla ice in here. That's nice. 
You know? That's the kind of shit I'm looking for. Now, Loverboy? Uh-huh. Yes. That works. Uh, Ken, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. Good. Okay. Um, here's something else you can think about. I have a couple of horses. Would uh, Patty or Fez like to ride to the ceremony on a beautiful gray or brown horse? To see Aww, them. I think horses are cute. And they're riding right down Broadway. Oh, wait. I'm just thinking. They're coming from Broadway. Different places, right? Yeah. One's coming north, the other south. They meet up and go down through that underneath the old Paramount sign, down the steps on their horses, and straight, and straight <laughs> up to the stage. This seems like it's going to take a lot of equestrian training. Full gallop! Full gallop? I That's don't know if you could do that in Times Square. And then here's the thing, Fez. You go up on two back hind legs, turn like that, and then you get on the back of Patty's horse. Slip is on stallion style. And you are both naked. Um. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk to the horse. Lady about. Godiva chocolates. Fucking starving. I might need a brisket and a pretzel right now. I'm so excited. This is one of the best. I mean, this makes Dave's wedding look like shit. I hate to say it. <laughs> I mean, the horse thing? That's yeah. really impressive. Dave didn't have any horses. No. Dave didn't have vanilla ice and lover boy. Uh, quick question Are we having Earl? Is they all coming? Sure. Then we can't have who, kid. <laughs> uh, Sergio, you're on the Run of Fez show. Buddies, um, Patty, I love you, but uh, how are you going to satisfy Fez on the first night? You know, deep throat. Do you know how to do all that stuff? She will learn. I'm going to get you a book, Patty. There's a great book. Pick it up on Amazon. It's called Sugging and Fugging. <laughs> I want you to help yourself to it. Um, Dave, Iowa, you're on the Running Fez show. Yeah, I got to say, Fez, I think this is uh, this is a masterstroke. This is genius because my suspicion is, knowing what I know about the human condition and human nature, once you put that ring on your finger, I bet the fellas are going to come out of the woodwork. Fez. I know they will to steal once one. They know to steal one from the home team. Right, exactly. Once they see that they can't have you, Fez, my suspicion is that uh, you're going to be getting winks and phone numbers. and. Then I become all the more desirable. Yeah, <laughs> because you're taboo, foreboding. Like my wife's at home. I can't be doing this. Oh, God, no. My wife is going to find out. <laughs> what are you touching now? You know my wife is going to know. I'm straight. Oh. <laughs> And Patty, what do you want, a carrot muffin? Yeah, I'll take a carrot muffin. That's going to be your wedding cake, a carrot muffin. Okay, that's good. It's healthy. It's (laughs) barely even cake. It's mostly salad. I like salad. Um, Let's go over here to Jim. Jim in Mississippi, you're on the Ron Fest show. Yeah, uh, Ron, don't. Don't screw this up. You know, you're in charge of this. And um, right off the bat, you guys have skipped an important step in this process. Uh, Fez has never been married. No. Patty's Patty's never been married. Nope. Fez needs to, if her parents are still alive, 
They're she, not. Has their, she has to ask their permission. Yeah, I'm going to have to a do a foundling. <laughs> She's a foundling. Okay. Neither my foster parents or my real parents are alive. Suicide's all? <laughs> Who died first, fosters or? Uh, well, the fosters risk. were older, so they died first. Really? Yeah. And then, well, my uh, natural father died first when he when I was eight. Like it's a competition. Yeah. Pretzel patty? Oh, no, thank you. I just ate one. She watches her weight because she's going to squeeze into Sam's wedding dress. You better watch it, lady. You don't want to balloon up. <sighs> this will be open bar, right? I mean, yeah, oh, well, for the wedding party. Oh, good. Just like last time. One thing about Johnny, he makes sure he takes care, you know? Oh, he's the best. Uh, Chris, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good I'm out in uh, Staten Island, and I'm an ordained minister if you guys need somebody to do the wedding. Well, let's see. Is your name Don? <laughs> no. Then we're not interested. <laughs> all right. We have a beautiful woman and be doing this. Everything, it'll be awkward because her and Fez used to be very close at one time. Yeah. Some say too close. Some even say that baby looks an awful lot like Fez. <laughs> and you could bring up the virgin thing, but his metacurans could have somehow done something like in Star Wars, right? It's been known to happen. Virgin births. Uh, Stumpy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez, I think it's so great you're following your father's footsteps. A gay man marrying a woman just to stay with the church. That's, that's amazing, dude. Congratulations. Thanks, Matt. Well, Fez, you didn't say anything back. You think your dad was gay? My father definitely could have been gay. He would have been a great gay guy. I'm sure you'd be so proud to hear that. You think Fez's father was gay? I don't know. I never met him. Uh, Mark, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, hey, I just wanted to say a congratulations to the retard and the fag on their upcoming wedding. Peace. <laughs> I'm not exactly a retard. <laughs> but Fez is. No. <laughs> We don't have That's why he's not getting invited to the wedding. That's yeah. why this is going to be very, very uh, tight security on who's on the guest list. Um, Patty, you got a master's degree, right? Well, uh, I do have an, a degree. It's in speech and theater and education. Master's? Um, yeah, I did take some extra classes, and I actually achieved that, but I never followed suit because I wasn't any good in the classroom. What do you mean you weren't any good? How do you get a master's degree if you're not any good? Um, well, I don't know. I just didn't like uh, working in the classroom. I like what I do better, serving people. Right. You're happy with your life. Oh, I'm happy with what I do, yeah. And Fez, you're happy? No, I'm depressed and anxious. So maybe this will be the start of something new. 
if Patty can spread some optimism around. Well, I always and like... just the fact that uh, sticking with the deal that I made, I think it's probably good for me. Yeah, see, I like to see the glasses half full rather than half empty. Huh? With the potential to fill it. Why would anyone fill it halfway? Well, I would. Well, uh, with the potential to fill the glass all the way. Why don't you just get a smaller glass, and then it'll be filled? I mean, you could always have a just get a bigger and bigger glass, and then say, "Look, this is only one eighth filled." Hmm. It really should be about the liquid, not the glass. You can have a bucket for all we know. You know, let's top it off a little bit. Bucket of urine. Oh. Oh, God. I wouldn't drink that, would you, Patty? No. I'm not asking Fez, though, in case he might. There's going to be a urine fountain at the party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just got an email. Yeah. Um, your marriage license application has been successfully <laughs> submitted. <laughs> To the office of the city clerk, please yeah. retain this confirmation yeah, number. That's me. That's I, I put that in for you. So to I don't know what visit the office of city clerk website online to get business hours and locations. Oh, because you have to appear together in person. Yeah, that's the next step of it. You got to get a blood test. Patty looks freaked again. You're okay. <laughs> I hate needles. Well, I did, well, you know what? I hate them, but they're a fact of life. I just had four in my neck <laughs> for my biopsy. For my, uh, you know thyroid? where this needle goes for the wedding? Where? Vagina. <laughs> over and oh. over again. Oh. Yeah, you get the vagina needle. <clears throat> no. You okay, Patty? <laughs> and then you get the fucking injection. Hot beef. <laughs> Um, this is pretty exciting. Very exciting. Here's uh, Jerry. Jerry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, uh, Glue Stick. How you doing there? Uh, uh, I'd like to invite you guys out to come out and stay with me for your honeymoon. Uh, I have an extra room here in Aurora, Colorado. Oh, oh nice. Aurora, huh? Yeah, no. It's it's a pretty good place. Oh, wait. Kids are playing. Uh... I gotta go. This is saying no blood test required in New York anymore. That surprises me. The guy's getting yelled at by his wife. <laughs> that guy just fire a pill head. Blood test not required. Wow. Hmm. Um, here is, uh, John, you're on the Run Fest show. John, we got you, buddy? Yeah, here I am. Sorry about that. Good. Hey, you know, if Fez is feeling anxious, I don't know about you guys, me, a knobber usually takes anxiety away. Maybe Patty can, like, give him a little knobber tonight and get some of that anxiety out. A little what? I think we little... should probably save it to the wedding night. Fellatio. Patty. Oh, no, no, you could do, you could save, you know, the... You're going to be married now, Patty. you got to do your wifely duties. Things will be expected of you. That is sucking and the fucking of penis attached to Fez. That's just too blunt. You're going to be performing fellatio on Fez's penis. No. (laughs) Could you please try to be a little less nauseated? Yeah. Don't be grossed out by it. You're... 
tongue is going to be right on his pee hole. No. What's wrong? I'm no. flicking it. I'm not, I don't go like that. You're, You're married, married now. <laughs> no, I'm not married. You want him to tongue your vagina, don't you? Cunnilingus. Oh, boy. Ew. Mm-hmm. That makes you disgusting. Maybe even same time. <laughs> and going back and forth, <laughs> just back and forth like that. Yeah, 69, <laughs> Patty. You know what that is. He brings six, you bring nine. Come on, Patty. You got it. This is... Look, here's a diagram. All right, take oh. take the diagram off. That's just making her scared. No, <laughs> that's your vagina right there, and there's his penis. Those are the testicles. Those produce semen, which will shoot up inside of you. That's the uterus. Why don't you just save this for a part of Sam's multimedia package? Uh, Greg, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Hey, uh, since uh, Daddy doesn't have a, any uh, parents here, are you going to offer to walk her down the aisle, or is he going to be non-traditional and ever stand up there and you're still going to walk Fez down the aisle? Um, well, first of all, it'll be up to O&A. They are the, uh, the bridal part of this. So, no, I won't be walking her up the aisle. That'll be up to Opie and Anthony how they want to handle it. I've already secured Paul O to be Fez's best man. Perfect. Best Which way. should be a little weird because of their past, but whatever. Let's, should we see even let, tell Patty what happened between those two? All right, we were going to do the uh, good question today. Uh, normally we do that at the end of the show. It's kind of the, the weekend question. But thought we get a little jump on it now. And Patty, you could be part of this because it's a music question. Mm -hmm. uh, the definitive 90s band. What band Whoa. best represents the 90s? Jesus. That's a heavy fucking question. I even want Pips and uh, Matt as part of this, still. There's a lot of fucking great choices. The last really... At least the last, like, influx of a lot of great rock bands I, f I felt was the 90s, whereas the 2000s have degenerated until I have, like, the... Let's be honest about it. Early 90s. <laughs> Here's the weird thing. Early 90s had some of the greatest bands of all time. And then something exploded and it went to shit in the Nirvana late 90s. Nirvana is my, one of my favorite 90s Will bands. they be your favorite? Not, you, you want, yeah. I Are like they the, the definitive representative of the 90s? Because, you know, it's come out since then that it's not exactly like they invented that grunge sound, they were just part of it. They just got the deal first. Yeah. Well, grunge came out of the 70s in Washington State. Yeah, see, it was a Seattle sound. Oh, see, this is the kind of stuff you could be talking about late at night under the covers, Fez. This is the pillow talk. It's okay, cause so are you. Look 
entertainers uh john in wyoming you're on the run of fez show how about maybe a little metallica for the 90s uh metallica giant band in the 90s chris how come they're not on your list they're they're i, I felt that they they came to their own in the 80s i i always felt like the fucking metallica was more of an 80s metal thing so around in the 90s yeah they were still in around the 90s but they felt like a 90s, uh, excuse me, 80s. I remember the band. 90s, you started to call them Celtica because what they did with their hair. Fucking Black Album, man. Come on, I was fucking with them way before that. Uh, this is all up on the uh, iBang right now. Here's Nate in Georgia. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, the ultimate 90s band is Bush. Oh, man, Bush. Glycerine, dog. They uh, were right there. I will tell you this. If we were in England, this wouldn't even be close because everybody would be saying Oasis. Or Blur. Oh, I like Oasis. I like Liam. He's very good. He's a you don't great like his singer. brother? Uh, Noel, yeah, I like him too. I like Noel. The <laughs> yeah, Noel and Liam Gallagher. <laughs> they're the brothers. In the, in the great fucking uh, Britpop Wars of the early 90s, Bush technically won by like, like 10,000 albums or something when, those two, when their two albums were coming out the same day. Now you turn around. You used to be an oasis. Now you're you're oh, fucking on, all on. about blur. Come on, baby. Here's Ryan. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's going on, buddies? Hey. Uh, yeah, I got to go with uh, Radiohead. See ya. Oh, I love Radiohead, too. That's a good choice. See, this is mm-hmm. not as easy choice as just throwing Nirvana out there. No, 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 no. There's People don't realize. tons of great... Now, here's the deal. Uh, Chris is going to be picking a winner on Monday... But you've got to be definitive. You can't just say the band. It's got to be why. Give me reasons. It's got to be what moves him deep in his soul. Yep. That's what he's looking for. Do not fuck around. I need reasons as to why these fucking bands should. Maybe this is something that these two bands should be brought together like this. Um, let's go over here to uh, Ryan in New York. You're on the run of the show. Hey, uh, I got to say Pearl Jam, best 90s band of all time. Now, you would pick the Pearl Jam over the Nirvana. In a heartbeat. The Versus album is the best, I think the best 90s album there is. This is always a big fight between Chris Stanley and Dave. Because Dave's all about the Pearl Jam, and Hicks, you're all about the Nirvana. Yeah, give me Nirvana over Pearl. Look, Eddie Vedder is fucking great. He's the shit. But well, maybe- a lot of people act like if you like one, you hate the other. Let's see some of the other ones up here. How come no one brings up Sublime? Sublime. Um, they were gigantic. Here's for Chris Stanley, Corn. What? I've never been Corn fan. Also for Chris Stanley, Counting Crows. White Zombie is another one Chris Stanley loves. White Here's... Zombie has an appeal to me, too. All right, there you go. Dragula. Fucking love that song. Gabrielle in Maine, you're on the Run of Fest show. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, I've got Gabriel. to uh, I gotta say Matchbox 20. I mean, I'm also a huge White Zombie fan. 
And Dragula was uh, that was Rob Zombie, dude. That wasn't that wasn't White Zombie. White Zombie was more human than human. Oh yeah, Thunder Kiss, nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, but he fucking say, doesn't know his music. I just don't, <laughs> I got the zombies mixed up. Um, but but it's okay. But Matchbox Twenty, and the reason is this: Pearl Jam, I, I you know, good good band overall. But here's the thing: they're playing. A lot of the hits, even today, that's what a lot of their you know their sets are. They're doing a lot of covers, playing a lot of stuff they were playing back in the 90s. Matchbox 20 not only maintained um, a lot of Billboard success right in the 90s, they went on straight through the 2000s up into this new album, which is great. They keep developing new shit, and they keep holding on to that great sound. Here's another one for you, Chris, that you forgot all about, Weezer, which oh meant so God. much to you as a young lad. Jesus H. Christ, Weezer. I can't fucking... Love that goddamn band enough. Uh, Brian, Brian, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, boys, Run and Fez, how you doing? Good. Pepper Astoria, what up, dude? Big up, Saytown. Yeah, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, great band, plus Scott Wine was a complete mess, so you gotta love it. Total train wreck. Uh, here's another band, Green Day. Ton of hits, oh, turned I a like lot of young Green kids Day. on the music. I like Green Day. Would you give the Janes addictions? Are they fucking 80s to you, or could you let them in the 90s? Oh, shit. Porno for Pyro. They're late, late 80s. They fucking hit in late 80s. Porno for Pyros, that's 90s. Look at this, too. Nine Inch Nails. You could oh. actually take the beginning of this decade, put it against the 60s, 70s. Easy. Huge. So good. Ben in Chicago, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Just wanted to give you a Rage Against the Machine. Uh, phenomenal band, and made sure they didn't hang around too long. They were done. They came back, I think, for like half a tour. Russ never ago. sleeps. They got in and out. Uh, Jeff in Southern California. Hey, Ronnie. It's Jeff SoCal. Hey, buddy. Sublime. Uh, the thing about this band is they are probably selling just as much and just as well known now as they ever were. Well, the cell tie album came out right after he, he like fucking he OD'd like a couple of days beforehand or something. Like it was it was fucking real close. Yeah, I don't think he was there for it. No, I know. And then people were like, "Wait a minute, this guy's dead!" And then fucking. But the up. album, the the, the stuff, these great songwriters, just great, great songwriting on that. Hey, over on the iBang, I want to check out some of these stories. Uh, the Catholics are now saying a fetus isn't a person. Uh, because they ended up in some kind of lawsuit and said, you know, the woman lost her, whatever. And they said, well, come on. Let's well, face then it. What is the fetus going to become? A cat or a dog? It's, gonna, oh, it's a person. Yeah, it's a yo. person in the earliest stage. Can I just tell you we something? We have different views <clears throat> on things. I see a fetus as a person. Well, pretty soon maybe you'll have one in you when Fez gets done his <laughs> that, dirty That work. would be impossible. He's a fool to do his dirty work. Uh, the Brazilian burn victim stories up there. And uh, they bring kind of a fun little Brazilian um, mascot, burn mascot to see burn kids. Flamey. And then, of course, uh, Chris, we talked about this earlier. It's still up there, though, the prescriptions for cigarettes. Uh, we talked about that earlier in the show. Still up there now. Uh, Mike, you're on the run of face show. You okay, buddy? 
Yeah. Got a little cough, right? Well, you got to worry about her health, man. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Philly. Yeah, Tool. Tool never makes it on anybody's list. Giant band. Yeah, they have, their fans are hardcore. They follow them around. They love them. Almost like Grateful Dead. Mm. A little bit, I guess. They remind me so much of the dead. <laughs> their fans are really nuts, though. Then they love them perfect circle. A little Maynard. Like, to a disturbing degree. Cult-like. Freaked out music videos. Patty, any way that uh, Fez can be free for poker night? Poker night? Yeah. What's poker night? It's the night he wants to poke you. <laughs> I like those cards. No. You gotta grow up a little bit. You gotta read up before you get that marriage going. I'll show you more diagrams, Patty. <laughs> um, here's uh, Brad. You're on running Fez show. Hey, I'm gonna go with Collective Soul. Oh, I love Collective Soul. Over all the other 90s soul bands. How many soul names were there in there? Soul Asylum. Soul Coughing. Soul Coughing. Collective Soul. I think there was, was there a Soul 2 Soul? I like their song, Run. Oh. Wow. You you're quiet over here, and your wife knows all about the music. She handles the music in our relationship. <laughs> I don't listen to it. Soulfly. He doesn't listen to music. Oh, music's I don't a reason like it, for Patty. being. It's something you need to know about me before we go down the aisle. I don't care for music. Oh, and I have an ear for music. I love this song. Patty loving her jam. Mike, you're on the Run Fed Show. Hey, buddies. How you guys doing? Yeah. I think you got to go with Hootie and the Blowfish, the biggest selling band of the 90s. It was certainly the biggest selling, I think, debut album of almost anyone. Pretty fucking gigantic. It sold 780 million copies. What? I can't have sold that many. There are copies of that album floating in space. <laughs> Must be frozen. The guy has a great voice, I gotta okay. say. Sports Center. The fuck? Mm-hmm. You're on today, bro. You're Mr. YouTube today. Uh, Kurt, California. Ronnie, million dollars, buddy. Yeah. Um, based on his alone, got to go Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not a personal favorite, but can't can't uh, deny how huge they were. Yeah, phenomenally huge, and have never really went away. They just keep putting out product. I'm like Coachella. It's it's on. They're never gonna go away. They're huge. Come on. And Point Break. to see their cover song made it. Um, this will make you happy, uh, Chris. There's a story up on the iBank 
Shia LaBeouf does acid to get ready for a film role. I think he just did acid because he wanted to eat some acid. He's playing the part of a guy who does acid. I still think he just wanted to eat acid. I mean, I hope it was good acid to really get him into the role. Speaking of which, Fez eats ass, Patty, just so you know. <laughs> so oh. Do a little extra cleaning. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Excited? Uh. <laughs> Scale 1 to 10, how happy are you about marrying Fez? I... Well, it hasn't hit me yet. <laughs> he will. He'll hit you. We keep getting answers like this. Oh. The fucking cops are going to come to your goddamn apartment. Teddy Pittsburgh, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, Ronnie B? Congrats to uh, Fez. I uh, wanted to say two of my favorites were Cake and the Violent Femmes. Uh, Violent Femmes were, I would have considered, a little earlier. They're 80s. Uh, Cake does blunder, though. Chris is going to be deciding who wins this um, based on solely how you're able to sway him to why your band is so perfect and great. What is the prize you're giving out, Chris? These guys got to make an argument, and they're going to get a signed copy of Fargo. William H. Macy. Some of the greatest music of the 90s. Staying with it. Music of the 90s, Fargo DVD. I got to get, Patty, you got to tell your man to get in there and get a producer's meeting with some of these contests are coming up, okay? Oh, all right. You need to get him to stay on it. Check. Scott, you're on the Run Fez show. Got to be Primus, probably the most innovative band to come out of the early 90s. Well, you know, think about it. If uh, if Dave McDonald was here, he'd certainly be talking about him, Chris. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, I saw them live a few times. The drum solos got to be a bit much, but Les Claypool's a crazy bastard. I love him. You ever yell at enough drums? I was on mushrooms, and then, yeah, I was like, why is this still happening? Am I tripping? Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. What about uh, everyone's favorite Scientologist, Beck? Um, Beck? Is about um, as 90s to me as you can get. I love him. Puts on a great live show, too. I'll have to take your word on that. <laughs> uh, Terry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yes, welcome if you got on the Black Crows. The Black Crows, probably the last great 
100% rock and roll band. Not trying to do anything but play really pure rock and roll. And that band would have probably been a hit in any decade that they came out. Well, they were the big, let's be like Southern rock. Yeah, but it's also got it. I mean, if you listen to them, it's, they sound more like the faces than they do fucking Leonard Skinner. And this is the Stones. <clears throat> I nominate the Stones for the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. You know, they're going to tour this year, right? To, yeah, and, the, and all the power to them. I'm happy for them. Have you seen them live? Uh, no. Fez would love to take you. <laughs> <clears throat> you okay, Patty? Yeah, I'm fine. I got a little nervous. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey, boys, I'm going to go with ministry because I've never been so scared at a concert than being at a ministry show in the 90s. Uh, Chris, you ever go to any ministry shows? Never do a ministry show. Hmm, weird. Uh, Edwin Harrisburg, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey, uh, I wasn't going to call, but that guy made the Matchbox 20 longevity argument. How about Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters, you could honestly look at that band and say, the one band that never gave up on rock. And then a documentary came out, and they're just playing these giant stadiums. It's it's they're just huge. They deserve to be playing giant stadiums. Dave Grohl's a fucking man. Um, supposedly this documentary that he's doing about that um, studio is phenomenal. And I believe he's going to be doing some stuff here, like his own show for a while. Yeah, like, like Sirius XM. Yeah, just about the studio and just playing stuff that was recorded there. Well, he was at Sundance with a bunch of people who recorded there. And everybody would come up and play with them one after another. He had Stevie Nicks. And then they said the set that fucking ripped it off the fucking top, uh, Rick Springfield. And they said the place went fucking crazy. For Rick Springfield and the Foo Fighters. Name of the documentary is Sound City. I like the sound. Yeah, the sound is, is uh, the best thing to appreciate about music. It's the sound of it. <coughs> you okay, Patty? Yeah. Do you need more coffee? Yeah. Oh, you no, s- no. Seems like you got a nervous throat ever since you and Fez decided... <laughs> to share a bed. Lay, lady, lay, lay across Fez's big brass bed. You excited? Oh. First time, do you want to be on top? <laughs> I don't know. Doggy style? Never thought about that. Oh, not doggies. No. Why? No. Come on. That's it. Fix down ass up. It doesn't involve a real dog. <laughs> I guess, uh, Chris, I want you to talk to Let's Sets Fire and see what this contest is, and we'll start promoting it on Monday, and we'll pick out a nice prize for them. I was going to do this. I do this every year through the iBang. Yeah, well, apparently you never did a Super Bowl one before, and they couldn't wait forever for you. You're so busy with Patty. 
we don't even see you around anymore. I'll get in touch with them. It's like Big Bad Bella Sweet William now. You can uh, write to her at uh, the Twitter executive producer. No, wait, hold on. No, she's Twitter. not the fucking Twitter executive producer. At Twitter.com. No, fuck that. Fuck, fuck this fucking this league then. No, I'm with Fez now. Yes. Overstepping <laughs> bounds is what it is. Uh-oh. Whatever. <laughs> the, the Twitter producer thinks that I'm pissed about. Oops. Fuck them. <sighs> not contacting them. What's wrong I just don't like the whole Twitter producer thing where like it's like it's like it's real. There's no there's no such thing. Oh, I love my Twitter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You love sound and Twitter. Hey, careful. Fez doesn't like that fucking shit to go down. That's you my that? fiance. We treat your girl with respect. I, I apologize. This is also doing fast that You know what's weird? Fez will be getting married before you. Yeah. Now who's gay? I'm straight. Fez is still gay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's actual. I think this proves it. <laughs> well, uh, Patty and Fez, I give you full credit. I expected you two to try to weasel out of it today, but you agreed. And now the wheels are in motion, taking us to that special day when the two of you will bond together, penis and vagina, forever and ever. Fused. Shooting. Can that happen? Yeah. Just like that, Patty. <laughs> over and over That's again. how it's going to go. Never wow. ending. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, is there anything that you want to tell, Fez, about your past, Patty? No, it's just a normal past. Really? It's a normal past? Yeah, I'm normal. Would you like to say anything about Ron Jeremy? <laughs> Oh. What what's this Ron Jeremy story? Uh oh, you two tickets. Wow. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That was too many years ago. I'm sure Mr. Jeremy hasn't. It says this, uh she touched Ron Jeremy's penis while she was DP'd by Jim and Dennis. That's not a story you should share with him? I'd like to know all of these things before I head he down the aisle. <laughs> this is knowledge I really think is uh, necessary. Uh-oh. Secrets coming out. Uh, well, as long as you never wore a wig. Congratulations, I guys. did they, wear a wig. They're not doing the bit now. So, congratulations. You killed the Liz Sets Fire uh, game. Great. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>